Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Round and Tail podcast, our second special E3 episode. Today's episode is E3 Aftershock, where we'll take a look at all the 3DS news, some new Wii U news, some new uh, Wii U game tidbits, and a whole lot more. I'm Jason. And I'm Jose. And this is going to be another long one, just like episode 16 back on Tuesday, so definitely go go grab a drink, make yourself a sandwich, and then come back and... And we'll be waiting here for you. So let's just jump right in. Or um, do all that as you're listening to or, it. Yeah, actually, this is audio only. They could. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is such a thing as... Or better yet, yeah, why don't you go for a nice two-hour drive and waste a whole bunch of money on gas. <laughs> and you can listen to us for the whole... I don't actually think... Or you could download hours, it onto your iPod and go on a run. Or you can... <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's give you just a bunch of suggestions on how to listen to this. Let's spend the first hour of the podcast just listing ways you can properly listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, another way is if you're cooking a meal, this is great to put, like... In your, if you have like one of those crazy stereos that go through your house, like there's a speaker in every room you can play us throughout your house as you make dinner, or lunch, or breakfast, or brunch, or fourth meal if you're Taco Bell. Anyway, or if you need something to make you go to sleep, you just bump it on your computer and take a nap. <laughs> yeah, you could, you'll go to sleep in a second. Anyway, we should really jump in. It was a lot of. It wasn't quite as much of a blowout as Tuesday. Most of the Wii U news was pretty much known, but there are a lot of new details. And Nintendo did their 3DS software showcase this past Wednesday. So Which I guess really we... just a 3ds update. Yeah, there was, there was nothing new. Yeah, I was about to say we should jump in with that first because that's like the biggest thing that happened. And there was actually nothing new revealed. I mean, they revealed new gameplay details, which is great, but they didn't talk about any new games during the press conference itself. Anything like they set it up as if it was a press conference for the 3ds, and really it was more of a showcase of what they've already announced, and they're just showing the features. So we got some new Mario, uh, new Super Mario Bros. 2D details. We got Paper Mario details. Got some third-party game info. But no actual announcements during the press conference itself. Yeah, I mean, not even in details for Luigi's Mansion. More footage. We know he yeah, we saw more... in an elevator at some point. Yeah, we saw Luigi going in an elevator. That was exciting. <laughs> and whistling. But no, there was actually no new no new games during the... I keep saying during the press conference because I thought this was hysterical. Two minutes after the press conference ends, everyone starts tweeting, Reggie just confirmed Fire Emblem Awakening is coming to the 3DS in North America. This is the arguably the, one of the better-selling Fire Emblem games. It's been out in Japan for a while. Doing super well. Wait, it has? Yeah. Whoa. It's been out since April. It is the one with, it was the first game with DLC, remember? With paid oh, yeah, DLC. yeah, for some reason, I just you never, didn't it, it it never processed that. Like, I knew it was coming on. You yeah. that DLC. That... Yep. Huh. But yeah, it's out, and it's funny because Reggie, like someone, I guess, was, someone from Kotaku was talking to Reggie right after the press conference, and it was like, I just, I don't even know what they're asking him, but then Reggie apparently forgot Fire Emblem was not in the press kit, was not like announced at E3, and it's just like, well, we have Fire Emblem. And I was like, what? So, we got we did get a new game announcement at the press conference, just after the press conference. Yeah, but even then, it's a game we knew existed, and... But there was no confirmation to come to America, because the last Fire Emblem... Oh. They, I think they skipped one recently, or the last one bombed or something, and basically it was unsure if the series would ever come back to America. That's true. So lots of people were like, it thought that moment saved E3, so to speak. Well, I mean, I guess in that sense, even... That's really good news. Yeah. I mean... Um, it, it's good to have another game. Oh, yeah. That's uh, not a Mario franchise game. No, no, I was just, like, thinking um, if they ever decide to localize um, It's a Train Investigations 2, mm-hmm. I guess I would be excited about it, even though I've known about that game for years. Right, right. Yeah, it's the so. fact that you get played in English is what people were excited yeah. about. The funny thing is Nintendo then tweeted, like, uh, you know, we have a new game announcement, and they put in all caps, and it's very clear they're responding indirectly to all the people on Twitter and the internet. They're like, there's no new games. Everything's been announced before, blah, blah, blah. So that that was kind of funny that they actually <laughs> they they took note of the lack of surprise responses and really emphasized that in the tweet. But it's great that's coming to America. So 
I actually have never played a Fire Emblem game. Really? Haven't even played the one you got for... For the uh, Ambassador, as Ambassador of the 3DS? The, which one was that one that, that they sent the us? The Sacred Stone. Yeah, no, I haven't. Well, I... here's the thing. I haven't played much of those, because they came out right at the time that Mario, Mario Kart 7 and 3D Land came out. So I was playing those. Like, they all came out with, oh, like... Oh, not that you meant, like, the other Fire Emblem oh, no, 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 games. No, no, like no. the GameCube one, the Wii one. No, the Ambassador one. All those Ambassador games for Game Boy Advance and, uh, and Game Boy Advance and NES games they sent out yeah. for free. I haven't, like, touched any... I played maybe WarioWare a bit. But it's just, like, because that was right when Mario Kart came out, right when 3D Land came out, but right, like, in that... Right when Skyward Sword came out. So I was kind of like, um... I'm gonna play these new games first, and I just never got back to the old ones. Oh, but the nice thing is, was... with the summer, with no games coming out really, I mean, there's Pokemon Conquest in, later this month, and then, I mean, Square Enix has some, thir- there's some third-party games, but there's really nothing coming out till August with New Super Mario Bros. 2, so maybe I'll finally go back and try out Fire Emblem. Well, I mean, Black and White 2 is supposed to come out July? Or no, it's fall. Fall? Oh, fall. It's June, it's this month in Japan. Fall oh, in the U.S. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, yes. Well, then... Yeah, yeah there's a big lull this summer, so that's a good time to go back and try to play. Well, I played Advance Wars, which is like the same thing, just military and no uh, no mythology, no characters not coming back when they're dead. Yeah. But it's the same core game, in a way. Someone's going to write me a very angry tweet <laughs> or post on the comments and be like, they're very different, what are you talking about? Just because they're from the same developer and they're the same genre doesn't mean they're the same game. Yeah, the only time so I'll eat those words pretty soon, I'm sure. But The only time I've ever played Advanced Wars was the, the multiplayer real-time game, mini-game. About Battalion Wars? No, 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 Advanced Wars on the DS. Which dual, dual strike? strike? Yeah, like, they had a, oh yeah, they had a real time thing, right? Yeah, like where you like you pick a soldier at a time and you move around and you shoot. Right. Like, no, it's which Advanced is Wars like is way better than that. No, right, well, that's all I've ever really. Yeah, no, I, I can loan you uh, an Advanced Wars game. They're fun. Oh, well, I'm surprised they didn't include ones in Ambassador game. I mean, same thing with Fire Emblem. Like you, I never played one before, but I right. did. Unlike you, I actually started playing it. and I made it to chapter four. What, do you like it? It's fun. I. Don't know why I stopped playing. I wasn't bored. I, I was <laughs> you just got caught it. up with other games. Yeah, it must have been it. I but... mean, we essentially got 20 games at once. That's a lot of games. Yeah, and I've been trying to give each one, like, their time. Like, I already beat all of Wario Land 4, all of... Mm-hmm. I think I've beaten, like, half of them. Right. And there's something I'm never going to touch, because I 100%ed them on the Game Boy Advance. Like, why am I going to play it again? Right, right, exactly. But, but anyway, back yeah. to E3. That's, like, old news, kind of. Back to E3. That's yeah, so Fire um, Emblem Awakening. That's... Yeah. I, I, Probably, I, I, I'm guessing it's coming out in 2013. I guess Nintendo is. Oh, damn it. There's I, no pun here. Yeah, I was trying to use Awakening in there. I think I, th- th- there was it was in there. <laughs> it was there. You just had to do, just just yep. pretend he said a pun. Yes, someone piece that together and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I'm guessing it's coming out in 2013, and that's why Nintendo didn't announce it yet. They're probably gonna announce it down the road. Um, but what they did announce, awesome transition. What they did announce is some actual details on New Super Mario Bros. Two. And, you know, to me, it's almost sounding more inspired than the Wii version, the Wii U version now. Like, when they announced both of them, they looked the same, except the Wii one had a boost mode, which is where you place the blocks with the gamepad. Yeah. And it has four players with boost mode, or five players with boost mode. Oh. And then um, the, D- the DS one had coins. That's pretty much all they differentiated with. The Wii one's in HD, it has cool backgrounds, yeah. Wii U one. I need to stop saying Wii, Wii U. Uh, so at the time, it's like, oh, these are the same game. But then they announced all these details about how the coin thing works in Mario 2... And I'm honestly, like, it sounds, I'm sure they'll announce more about the Wii U, New Super Mario Bros. closer to launch, but at the moment, I'm almost a little more excited for the 3DS one. Because, uh, the coin thing isn't just a gimmick of collect all these coins, they're really trying to, like, extend the gameplay value. There's a goal, the end goal of the game is a million coins, which is insane. And that's why there's coins spouting out, yeah, because, I mean, think about it, you'll get, 
maybe 150 in a level. Okay. And there's like a million you can get. Alright. Yeah. So I have to do each level like 100,000 times, alright? Yeah. But, but, but let me keep going. <laughs> I know, yeah, that, that's, that's a lot. I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's a lot of coins. So there's a million coin goal. And they're, gonna, and they're hoping this makes people want to keep playing the game and revisiting the game for, and I quote, years. Ah, oh, damn it. So, and I know this, even though I'm not the most excited about the release you know of any, any, any new new Mario game, like in the new series, not mm-hmm, new Mario mm-hmm. game, like I still play through each one 100%. Like I beat <laughs> Mario Mario this forever. Like I got every single golden coin and every single one. Like I'm not going to not do it for this one. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you're going to play forever. And it has golden coins, too. Well, yeah, here, here's the thing. Um, so the million coin goal, that's why there's that new coin flower power-up that shoots coins, that turns everything into coins. That's why, like, there are spouts of coins coming out of pipes. That's why there's, like, the coin blockhead where you get, Mario gets stuck in blockhead and spews coins everywhere. It's all to help you reach that goal. And what really helps you get closer to that goal is what they're calling coin rush mode. And this is new. They unveiled this at the uh, software showcase on Wednesday. And coin rush mode is going to give you three levels. Three, of, three levels you have beaten... With one life. You have one life to play these three levels. They're going to be randomly chosen from, like, packs of difficulty. So you can either play, like, an easy pack or a hard pack. And it'll give you those three levels. And you have to go through them as collect as many coins as you can. They're basically speed runs, but you have to be able to hit every coin. Or as many coins as you can with that one life. If you die, that's it. That's all the coins you get from that pack. You can do another randomly generated pack, but that's it for that pack. Then when you street pass your pack of three levels and that uh, and however coin count you get, will be street passed with the next person. So then when they play, they see your high coin score, coin count, and then they play through the exact same three-pack of levels. So it's kind of like... It's like a leaderboard combined with, like, getting you closer to that million coin goal combined with, like, a way of sharing custom level uh, layout. Even though you don't really customize them. Well, I mean custom level, custom level, like, loadouts, so to speak. Because you don't know, as they were saying in the press... or in the software showcase, you don't know which three levels you're going to get. So you might get, you know the difficulty, but you might get one from the very beginning of the game and one from the very end of the game and then one in the middle. You you, are, you don't know till you have it. So you really need to know the levels and be able to like navigate them and know where every coin is in order to get a high score. And that once the, that three level pack is done, you can't get that exact same pack again. When you street pass someone, you have one chance to try and top their coin count. And I imagine between competitive friends, that's to get kind of, like you and me, that's probably going to get kind of intense. If like I street pass you, you have this level pack, you get like 200 32 coins and I get 180 and I'm like what and then I can't beat it again it's just gonna drive me crazy I'm gonna go on street pass with you again and probably try again pretty with a sure new level pack. That, but... yeah I'm just giving an example yeah, well, but yeah it's a co- more <laughs> point being it's actually kind of a cool concept the only thing I think would have been cooler is if the if there's some way that like the level pack was tied into how many coins you actually get like if the level pack was like if it was almost like I street pass with a guy who sends me an easy level pack, but he gets 120 coins on there, and that's how many coins I can get from that. Or I street pass with you, and I get like eight. You get 800 coins, so I can get up to 800 coins. I think it'd be cool if the the coins you're able to get tie into how many the previous person gets, because that'd really encourage you to go explore the world more and get more people with more coin street pass, coin rush street passes, and whatever. But I guess this way works too, where you can get however many you can get. Definitely a step up from New Super Mario 3D Lands. Yeah, where it's just like, here's an item. <laughs> yeah, Enjoy this item. I mean, you can see the people's times, but yeah. um, this is more direct. Yeah, this is actually, I actually think this is a really cool feature. And, and this is what made me excited about it, is yeah. the coin rush mode. Because it really does seem like it extend the longevity of the game. Yeah. I don't know, I'm actually kind of curious. Like, as simple as every Mario game story is, like Bowser mm-hmm. takes Peach, mm-hmm. Mario goes after. I wonder, like, just, like, 
how this is incorporated into the story. Yeah. This honestly it's feels like, like it could have been a Wario and Waluigi It's game. like, is Bowser still stealing Peach, or did Bowser, like, he was on his way to the bank and he dropped all his <laughs> money or something? Yeah, I, I honestly think it would have been kind of cool. Obviously, branding-wise, it wouldn't be smart for Nintendo. They wouldn't sell as many, and they need the money right now. But it would have been cool if, this if is, it this was... This would make a perfect Wario game. Yeah, new right? Wario and Waluigi Brothers. And it was like a... Like, if they it was if it was literally, like, a spoof of the new Super Mario Brothers game, but it was the new Wario Brothers, and it was, like, all about coins. Like, in marketability-wise, marketability-wise, it wouldn't be nearly as successful, easy to do, and it wouldn't be as successful because it's not Mario. But it would have been a very cool twist on it if they, like, parodied yeah, I mean, themselves. It kind of makes more sense. Like, anyone who... You know, yeah. I can imagine Wario doing this way more than Mario. Yeah. But yeah, either way, it sounds fun. It comes out August 19th, which is really soon. And it features full two-player co-op through the entire single-player game. So you and I could play each other on our own 3DS. Local? Online? I don't know. That's the thing. The box art shows the Nintendo Network logo. But there is no word yet on what that actually is for. If I had to guess, local co-op maybe, online leaderboard. Um, yeah. Or maybe just like the fact that when you're playing, it tells like, the other friends that what you're playing I mean every game in the way is indirectly connected to the well internet. no but I think when they put the Nintendo I know what you mean like in the friends list it'll show now playing da 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 but it did that before for games that don't have any like no, no, online but, logo but that was before they even no I mean like if, if you look at like uh, Spirit Camera it doesn't have the logo but I guarantee if you're playing it it will oh, tell people I think it's probably a leaderboard of Coin Rush mm-hmm. but it'd be super cool if it was online co-op that would be cool. The one thing about, and it says this makes sense, but the one interesting little twist with uh, co-op is that whichever whichever Mario brother is in the lead of the two of you, so whoever's further ahead on the screen, the other person has to keep up with them. The screen, you can't go, even though you're on different screens, like different handhelds, you can't go totally different directions. You have to stay within the, screen, the same view. So it's basically like playing it on the TV. It's like playing on TV, except you have individual handhelds. Oh, so yeah. That's cool. I mean, it keeps the... Yeah, it's the same. I mean, I'm assuming they're gonna bring back the bowl mechanic, but they didn't really. Yeah, well, yeah, I, well, it is there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's there. Yeah, yeah like they showed. Yeah, I they think showed someone the got the raccoon playing. suit. Yeah, and the guy just like ran off. And... Yeah, he ran off with the raccoon suit, so the other person was bubbled and was stuck in the top left corner of the screen the until. Whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it does look really fun. And honestly, like I said a minute ago, I don't know. At the moment, it seems to be more like flushed out than Mario Wii U. Maybe it's just me. I mean, Mario Wii U, those backgrounds. Are amazing those hd like painting inspired backgrounds that we meant i think we mentioned those on the tuesday podcast no, they do. They do. but there's like no new gameplay hook it's just mario and hd that's true without that fifth controller it's the exact same game just different yeah. levels and you could play it on your tablet instead of on the tv so Ooh. it's a pseudo portable <laughs> yeah but it's just like i don't know like I'm, I'm looking forward to both games but i'm definitely more excited about uh yeah. the well, 3ds one I mean, the three... I mean, this game's coming out sooner, so that's probably why they yeah. decided to reveal this much. That's I mean... what I'm thinking. I think in October, whenever they do the showcase where they announce the price and release date of the Wii U, I'm pretty sure we'll learn a lot more about Mario I mean, Wii U. Maybe... Oh, the other hook with Mario Wii U would be the Miiverse and all those comments that pop oh, up on the map. That... But even that doesn't... That's not gameplay. That's just like a perk. It's like an online extra. Like, it's not like the core gameplay like this with coins. Hmm. I don't know. We'll find out more, I'm sure. But one downside to Mario 2, at least to me... I watched the trailer. You can download the trailer from the eShop for uh, Super Mario Bros. 2, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, and Paper Mario Sticker Star. Luigi's Mansion and Paper Mario have awesome-looking trailers. Mario, uh, Mario, New Super Mario Bros. 2, 3D is not really there. Like, it's 3D, but barely. Like, no, there's depth. There's depth in the background. Like, there's layers of mountains instead of just one row of mountains or whatever, but it's just kind of like... I mean, I know they can't turn a 2D side score or 3D that much, but well, I mean, it's just kind of like, it's just kind of like, that's kind of like how Mighty Switch was, like, it didn't really have that much depth in the beginning, but, but now, then it went but back. now it kind of pops. Right, see, Mario doesn't pop. 
At least not what they showed in the trailer. I mean, you watched it. What did you not, think? Did it pop well, well, to you? No, well, not really. It was kind of more like you could just acknowledge that. It's yeah, there, it was just like, oh but, yeah, there's some depth. But it doesn't there. really look cool. Like, I don't know. Even it's just kind of I mean, boring. Even, I mean, we still get games that kind of make us go like, oh wow. Yeah, I mean, I I think I said. It's kind of like when a we were talking background. about pyramids. When we were talking about pyramids from the eShop, and I said the title screen like was so cool. Like, there's yeah. that Miss Mario feels like a step backwards in terms of 3D effect. I mean, especially just coming out from New Super Mario 3D Land, where mm-hmm. it has some side-scrolling portions that weren't 3D. Yeah, yeah, Mario 3D Land really used 3D well, even in the 2D components. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, I mean, it still looks like a great game. I'm excited. It comes out end of summer, so that'll yeah, be a good I mean... kickoff to the fall giant fall gaming lineup. Oh yeah. So. But what'd you, I mean, uh, the other game that they really showed a lot of at the conference was uh, Paper Mario Sticker Star, Ooh, which is coming this, Star. yeah, it's coming this holiday for the 3DS. Uh, there was, The demo was long. It was like a 15-minute demo. Very interesting, very cool-looking game, but in my opinion, but what'd you think of it? Um, it just got me more excited for it. I mean, of all three games, it's the one I'm definitely most looking forward to, mm-hmm. especially since I just recently finished playing Paper Mario 2, since uh-huh. I just never got around to finishing it. Yeah. So I'm still on that Paper Mario 2 excitement. Right. But Bowser's your door was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And if it's... Hopefully, it's still as hard as it, but... I mean, just going back from the top, like... Um, the the way the game... Uh, the way you play this game has changed a lot. <laughs> That's true. Compared to the other ones. Like, almost... I would even go as far to say as much as Super Paper Mario did. Yeah, it's, it's very different in terms like, of, like, just, the RPG element. Yeah, it's just so weird. Like, you don't have... You don't... Well, I guess everything is revolves around stickers. You collect right. stickers to use in battle, to use in the environment, mm-hmm. to use for everything. And you have this album where you keep all your stickers in. And you can literally find stickers everywhere. Like, you can find them in bushes, you can find them up. Yeah, I find that really funny that it's just like, I'm going to go, like, during the demo, he's like, let's see what's in this bush. And then there's, like, just a sticker in there for, like, like a fan or something totally unrelated. It's like, okay. Yeah, so you can, but, yeah. You can find talking to people, to beating, I don't know, it's like... It's like a collect-a-thon yeah, of stickers. it really encourages, like, exploring, like, crazy, almost, like... Well, the stickers are, like, aren't they kind of the entire game now? I mean, they're the move sets. You don't have a menu for moves, you just I know, have that's, stickers, that's kind of right? what I'm, like... Like, that's the thing, like, when you're battling... It seems like you lose a sticker after you use it, but yeah. you have a sticker for like your basic jump, your basic camera, your basic. And those are always there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, do they get refreshed? Do they? I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting though, because in the trailer they show like you set up a sticker loadout almost, where you like it's like you have your page in the album oh. and you can lay out the stickers. Like Smash Brothers. Yeah. However, yeah. they best fit, oh, and then that's your moves that you have when you go into battle. But I don't know. Do you see the part? I thought the part where they use the stickers in the environment was super cool. Where he was, um, Nate from Nintendo's Treehouse, the localization team, he was doing the demo. He, by the way, was the best speaker at that software showcase by far. Everyone else was, like, super stilted, but he was, like, he was, like, just, you could tell he was legitimately excited about the game. And he should be. He does all the Paper Marios and all the Mario Luigi's, and he does great translations. Um, anyway, where he was showing the 2D part, I think it's when they, like, paper ties the world, or whatever the term is. Paper size. Paper, whatever it was. Paper size. Paper size. The, the world basically folds backwards, like it's like a photo that someone puts down on a table. And then Mario places, which looks awesome in 3D, I'd imagine. Or yeah, it was in the trailer, in the 3D trailer. And then Mario places whatever the envir- the object is over the thing, over the now flat world. The world comes back up to the screen, and then suddenly, I think they used a fan dance example. There's a huge fan. Well, there was also a bridge. Right, a bridge and a fan, and they just, they're in the environment, and they're affecting the environment. With the fan, I think it triggered wind that was missing, that was needed to solve a puzzle. Yeah, like, first it was wind where you didn't want it, you took right. the fan away, and it was, like, the only thing that was rendered in a more realistic-ish yeah. way. I mean, everything is flat. 
Yeah, actually, that's funny, is all the objects, like scissors, fans, I think they showed some other stuff. Glue, maybe? I don't remember, but... But those you have to take to a special person that will... Stickerize stickerize them. them. Yeah. And then... But they look like real-world objects. That's so great. It's like, everything's flat, and they have, like, a 3D pair of scissors. It's great. No, no, it's almost like... It's getting close to, like, the creator of the Paper Mario world. I know, it's so great, and I, I just love, like, in the trailer, seriously... If you have a 3DS, go download this trailer. It looks so cool. It really uses 3D. Is that everything's layered because it's flat paper? But one thing, like, there's a domino effect in one part of the trailer where someone knocks a bridge or Mario knocks a tree down. That causes like six layers of mountains in the background to collapse, and then there's a back platform like that looks like kind of like something out of a normal Mario game, like a sky score that just like falls over because all this stuff is hitting it. It's just like it's so cool to see. The one thing that I um, that I noticed just from that trailer, like, that they changed the way the sticker cuts the thing. Like, maybe it's random every time. Wait, the sticker cuts the thing? What? The sticker, the scissors cut the enemies. Oh, in right, battle. right, right, right. I remember the first time I saw that, like, the 3D, like, I don't know, it looked like the pe- like the screen stuff was peeling off. Yeah. But this time... This time it just fell 2D. Yeah, it, like, like, cascaded it, down yeah, the it waterfall. Was very, it was very... It must it, rotate. It was underwhelming. Yeah, it might hoping rotate. It, yeah. The rest of the 3D looks spectacular, though. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but just, like, the stickers alone, like, I don't know, I'm really... Oh, I guess I can't wait to just play to see how like, yeah. this whole thing works yeah. and how, like, am I going to be able to manage these? Because it's definitely going to be something that go away. And that's, like, how you use some. multiple stickers at the same time. I mean, I think Nate made some reference to, like, a slot machine where it's, like, you can, like, enter coins for a chance to use different stickers together or something. But I don't quite get what... Yeah, it's like get, you could like, stop the slot machine. Like, maybe, like, yeah. on the touchscreen and, like, okay, the mushroom's coming up. Tap, tap, tap. And, and then, so that's how you determine your multi-sticker movesets? I, like, it's a little confusing yeah. at this point. But the other thing that really changed probably like the most was just how you, not so much the level up, but just how you increase all your stats. How you get through the game. <laughs> yeah, because um, in the other Paper Mario, I guess, yeah, you do level up. and But, yeah, everyone just, everything, how did you do it in the first one? I it was just remember. standard RPG, leveling up. You get points, you get attribute them to different skills, and that's about it. I, re- I think, remember, I think. Isn't that how, isn't that how it was? Well, I don't know, because I remember in Paper Mario 2, whenever you get your 100 little star points mm-hmm. or whatever, you just pick one stat to level up Yeah, I time, think that's how it was in the original. And, and the other two stay put. Yeah, that's so how it was So you can completely ignore your health and just give yourself, like, a bunch of badge points and so you right. get badges. And That's how it was in the original, I think. But, but this one, it's just... Talk to NPCs, do things in the environment, and you just get rewarded with more health, more attack power, more album it, space. Wait, is, is attack power even... I guess attack power would just be stickers, wouldn't it? So it'd just be health and albums. Well, no, I think... Well, I guess attack it's, power. No, I think you do have yeah. attack power because you have your basic jump sticker that's always there. True. So I assume you That's interesting because that's very... Like, they're forcing you to do the yeah, side so, stuff now. Yeah, so now, so now, like, normally, I just want to talk... You just yeah. talk to the key characters. Yeah, matter. I just... Yeah, and usually I try to beat a game as fast as I can. Not... I mean... I do stop in and try to enjoy the environment or whatever, but, like, I don't like talking to every single NPC. And now that you're kind of being forced to, I don't know. Just, I don't yeah. Know. I mean, it might be good. I mean, they might make every side mission different I'm enough sh- that yeah. it makes it, like... And I'm sure we'll out, learn but... more going forward. I mean, it's not out till holiday. So. Yeah. This is just a game I'm going to have to Told play the way I'm not used to. <laughs> right. I really have to stop and talk to every single yeah. person and worry that I miss something. Because, like, my worst fear would be, like, my brother who played Paper Mario Your 1. worst fear. This will keep you up. At, this will give you nightmares. <laughs> My worst fear when it comes to the Paper Mario series or yeah. any RPG for that matter, I don't want to be too underpowered when I get to the final boss. Like, my brother, he played... He never finished Paper Mario 1 and 2 mm-hmm. because he's stuck on the last boss mm-hmm. just because he kind of sped through it a little and he's... he's I don't know. He could have used a couple more H... That up... That boots in yeah, yeah. some areas. So. Yeah. yeah, so he just... Yeah, he never beat him. 
Huh. There's one other thing I noticed in the demo. I don't, I don't know if you took note of this. I assume you did because, like, you're big on the Pit Morgan. Did you notice there were no partners shown in the demo? There was a crown. There was a crown a name, in a screenshot. And in the last no, second no, it, of the trailer. No, it follows you everywhere. Oh, it, it did? I didn't it, see it, it in the demo. It's on the trailer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's on. It's in the last second of the trailer. No, You're... it's all over the trailer. It's it just, is? Yeah, it follows you I don't you remember seeing it. <laughs> I mean, you start every paper margin without a partner. True, but you would think that and, it was... And, and Trader Digi did show you, like, the first time. That's true. Okay, maybe I'm jumping And also, the gun. If, I mean, they could have taken it out for all I know, but I remember there were screenshots when they first unveiled it last year mm-hmm. that it had Paper Mario... Um, paper Mario... Eh, whatever. Paper Mario in paper Ma- form. <laughs> Mario in paper form being followed by a Chain Chomp. Oh, yeah, yeah. So okay, I, maybe I'm just... So there maybe could still be partners. Yeah. They just didn't acknowledge it at all. Yeah, maybe that, maybe that's something they're saying. I mean, and that's a staple, too. I would... Be shocked yeah. if it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're stuck with the crown the whole time. But, but the game is shaping up to be really good. Like, that demo that Nate did at the software showcase was long, like, almost too long. But it really got me hyped for the game. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, there was also, like, the... Like, when you're searching through the environment, you could also find, like, there was a a part of the environment itself that was taped down with police tape by Bowser. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, the part that you climb a hill or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, exploration is... Like, revolving around this game, so... Yeah, I'm excited. The other game I'm excited about, but I wish they had more information for, was the third first-party Nintendo game coming out this holiday season, or this year, which was Luigi's Mansion 2, which is now Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, as you mentioned. Mario Brothers are... Yeah, they're dominant. (laughs) Basically, Nintendo's like, crap, we're in a crappy financial situation, let's just pump out Mario. (laughs) Three Mario games for 3DS, well, Mario Universe. How far library is going to be, like, Mario Mario Brothers games, like, we have... I mean, all, they're each very different, like, oh, yeah. well, except the new Mario Bros, but yeah. Luigi's Mansion is totally different than Paper Mario, which is totally different than New Super Mario Bros, so. It's totally different from Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, yeah. New it's Super just, Mario 3D Land. <laughs> it's just so games. much Mario. And I know I'm missing But them. Luigi, okay, here's the thing with Luigi's Mansion 2. It looks... Don't you mean Dark Moon? Yeah, thank you. Dark Moon. Someone was watching Transformers when they named that game. Uh, but... Or listening to Pink Floyd. Or listening to Pink Floyd, yeah. Let's see however many Dark Moon references, or just looking at the moon on a dark night. Batman? What? Dark Knight. Oh. Oh. They saw the Dark Knight, they went outside, they saw the moon, they're like, that's near Luigi's Mansion 2, right there. Anyway, <laughs> I, the game looks really great. Like, the, there's so much attention to detail. Like, the trailer they put on the eShop, so much attention to detail. All these neat little things. They, they still have the humor. There's a scene with Luigi nervously, like, whistling in elevators, so. But... They revealed absolutely nothing new at E3. I had new gameplay. They re-emphasized that there are new mansions and new places to explore and all sorts of puzzles you need to solve. They, I mean, I guess they showed a snow area, but that's not really... Right, but I mean, they didn't, like, go in-depth with it. The yeah, most they've they didn't said... didn't show any new gameplay mechanics. Right, the most they've said is the one big gameplay change, which I think they showed it last year's no, E3. They did. The... the stun. Yeah, yeah, with the flashlight you now... Yeah, that is new. Because, like, yeah. like, you could shine your light at the ghost and nothing will happen. Right, but you have to, you have to strobe effect it, essentially. You, yeah. you basically charge up your flashlight and that does a strobe, and the strobe stuns the ghost, and only then can you vacuum. Wait, do you vacuum. know if, um, during the trailer it showed, like, a rainbow light? I don't know what that it, was. Is that when it's charged up, or...? Maybe that's a special power-up? I don't know. Mm. Ninten- like I said, Nintendo said next to nothing. They dedicated off three minutes to, of the press conference. Or, sorry, of the software showcase to this. The rest of the time was third-party games and uh, Paper Mario and Music Mario Bros. 2. Oh, and, uh... and three, three Oh, and 3Ds. Oh, 3Ds. Nintendo felt the need to announce a new uh, Nintendo video series of 3Ds, which is kind of like a sketch show, I guess, but it, it's... I wish they just would have done a second thing with the Dinosaur Office team and not 
these know, a, guys. New, a new stop motion show would be cool. Yeah, but but um, but yeah, um, they actually stopped. Like they they literally showed a trailer of that instead of telling us more about Luigi's Mansion. So that was sad. Or if... mentioning Fire Emblem, which they stupidly didn't even say during the press conference. But yeah, no. I really hope the elemental, yeah, the element, the elemental vacuum things come back in Luigi's Mansion. Considering there's a snow level, I bet they will. Hopefully. I bet they will. It was only fire and water, right? I don't remember. I haven't played that game in like a decade. <laughs> it's a great game. I just haven't gone back to it. I beat it and moved on with my life. Oh, yeah. I remember there was a time when I would play it at least once a year. It's a really good game. I skipped two years. Exactly. You disappoint me. No, but it's, it's a really good game. You um, competed in two hours, like literally. I know. I know. Wait, you know. I beat it. Okay. Making sure. I'm positive. Yes, I beat it. It was short enough that Who's I... the final boss? It was, ah, no, it was, you're on the top of the castle, it looked, I feel like it was like a castle, huh? Not castle, mansion. I feel like it was like, oh, we don't want to spoil it. No, 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 no. No, it's like, I almost want to say, so old. I almost want to no, say no, it was no. like, I don't remember if it was a Boo or Bowser or someone disguised as Bowser, but you're fighting essentially Bowser. Alright, I guess you, it, it does sound like you beat it. Yes, you're at the roof of the... Yeah, I haven't played it in like a decade. Yeah, King Boo. He was inside of Bowser's head. Right, there we go. What color is his tongue? Why would I remember that? I just remember he still shot fire like Bowser would. Blue tongue. Stood out. I thought he did. That's why I I still remember. I don't know why a blue tongue was dead. So clearly he had a raspberry ring pop before he caught you. I'm glad we resolved that. I just remember seeing like, well, all the Boo's tongues are red and his is blue. That's so weird. I did not know that. And then as soon as Mario Double Dash came out, King Boo came out and and his tongue was red. I'm like, what the world's up with that one? Maybe he did have a raspberry ring pop. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) Anyway, um, but no, I'm really excited for Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, even though we have no next to nothing, just because the first one is really good. From what I remember. Clearly, I don't remember much. But. Oh, I do. And that's coming this holiday. Well, and that, they confirmed retail and download. Much like Mario 2. They did not... Mario. They did not say yeah, that. They they, did, oh, yeah. okay. Then all three. Yeah, they're really stepping this up. Yeah. Go Nintendo. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Random plug-in for... Uh... <laughs> for our friends at Go Nintendo. Uh... <laughs> anyway... Um, so the last thing they showed, uh, at the, <laughs> I need to regain my composure here. The last thing they showed at the software show, well, they juggled this with the other Not game. specific action for your guy? He mm-hmm. was at the last That's true. Showed. Yeah, they turned him into a, they really embraced the fact that he's like a meme. Nintendo ended, well, it's actually kind of cool. Nintendo, the whole expo they did this, they really were keeping a uh, finger on the pulse of the fans. So I'm sure they heard all the negative feedback, but they were like, oh, the, there, said, there was negative feedback. Oh yeah. So all their, all their acted video like the family with that guy playing the zombie game <laughs> yeah not specific zombie game yeah they uh but yeah they i mean they brought non-specific action here an action figure who is from the first Miiverse trailer from sun- last sunday's nintendo direct they turned they brought him to e3 they featured him at the software showcase they did a video at the end of e3 where iwata was thanking reggie and miyamoto for their role in e3 and then when they left the room he told non-specific action figure that he was the best part of e3 and he did the best job and that was like the final video Nintendo put out for E3. So like they're really, they're really like catch, keeping up with the memes. Nintendo said, or Reggie said, my body is ready at the conference. Like they also were, said, like I feel like a purple Pikmin, that kind of. Yeah, he, they were totally. And I like French food. Yeah, they were memeing it up. They oh, uh, and water staring at a banana. Yeah, from the Nintendo Direct or not yeah. Nintendo Direct from Tuesday after the press conference. Yeah. yeah, they were really like they. You could tell they were hoping that memes would kind of help give 
marketing that they have to do. Yeah, but I mean, as cool as not specific action figure was, um, <laughs> well, you say that so seriously. <laughs> as cool as this random gag was, um, uh, Iwata telling that he was the best part of E three kind of says a lot of no, the best. It does. It does. What a deeper analysis we're getting into. I mean, this, this <laughs> random action figure that has nothing to do with anything. Well, I don't know if he was. I think he meant he was the best person at E three because he was like you, Miyamoto, Reggie, you guys did good. But you did the best. No, I mean, it was figure. clearly a joke. Yeah, but yeah. Still. But yeah, it's a good commentary. For anyone that wants it's to, like, good commentary on E3 <laughs> as a whole, yes. And life. Uh, and life. But yeah, they clearly, Nintendo's clearly gang social media now. I mean, they were tweeting, Instagramming. They're still posting pictures to Instagram of the booth. Uh, Facebooking, YouTubing. They're doing all of this, like, all nonstop for the whole week. So it's actually kind of great to see. Because they used to be a very secretive, like, company that didn't really interact much with the fans. They're not even PlayStation or... They, didn't have, they never... Or... They skipped right over the blog idea. Like, you know how uh, Xbox had Major Nelson, Nielsen Nelson for a while? Yeah. And Sony has bl- uh, blogged at PlayStation.com? For a while, Nintendo had absolutely nothing. And I remember thinking to myself, it'd be great if Nintendo had a blog. And then we just kind of leapfrogged over it, and they're doing even more direct fan stuff with social media. So, good for them. Go Nintendo. <laughs> Go Nintendo.com. But, um, but no, the uh, the one last thing at the software showcase worth mentioning is kind of scattered throughout. They showed some third-party games. They showed Castlevania, um, Lord of Shadow, Mirror of Fate. They showed Epic Mickey 2, Power of Illusion, Scribblenauts Unlimited, Lego Batman 2, you know, some other stuff. But Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Uh, that might have been it. I think, yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, but still, it was nice to see them give the spotlight to the third parties. Like, Epic Mickey and Castlevania got a good chunk of time. But oh my god, this... that was hilarious when when the guy, he, um, Warren Spector, he was telling the guy, maybe oh should, oh, yeah, maybe you, we should talk less. You should, you should, you should and play the game and show them the game, and then he was about to show them the game. Like, oh, actually, you should tell them about the story. So, <laughs> yeah, and the best part is it's all scripted, which means they clearly set it up for him to say both those things. Yeah, it's like stop talking now, talk the game now, talk more. Like, yeah, it's um, like we should show them. Hey guys, uh, I think we talked enough. Let's show you the game. Okay, so actually, before the game, tell them about the story. <laughs> the transitions in general were pretty funny. They're like, oh, yeah. you, you have you like, um, what was the name of the guy? Um, uh, oh, of? Scott Moffat. Scott Moffat. Yeah, like um, the Nintendo because they were talking about Castlevania. And Scott Moffat, just for people wondering, he's uh, who might not have watched. He is Nintendo's executive vice president of. Marketing and communications, maybe? I don't remember. He's, He's a something. marketing guy at Nintendo. He works at Nintendo. Yeah, and he, they seem to be grooming him to be, like, the next Nintendo, like, There's only so much they talking can head. Him, he's kind of bald, but... Well, haha. But they, <laughs> they're saying him up to be the next Nintendo, like, celebrity, so to speak. Like, Reggie, Miyamoto, Iwata, Scott. Like, I mean, they, they put out a spot pass. His last name is kind of... Moffat? Yeah. Yeah, they put out a spot pass with his Little me. Miss Moffat? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but they put out a spot pass with his me. They, uh... They did a swap note. He wrote a swap note to everyone. Like, they're really trying to drum him up as this, like, figure of Nintendo. That like, yes, we can... know he exists. Yes, yeah. But it's more so than other execs. Right. So, they have a ton of execs that we don't even know about. But they, wow. like, they're really playing him up. So, I think that, I wonder what that means. I wonder if he's going to take... He might like, I take over Fred... anything 3DS related. Yeah, he might, just so they have a Wii U guy and a 3DS guy. I mean, that's how it was at E3. So... But yeah, you are saying about Scott. Oh, so... Sorry. So, they were talking about Luigi's Mansion, and then they were talking about Castlevania, and then he was saying, like, oh... oh so yeah, we encountered yeah. a bunch of, like, um, ghouls and specters, but now let's talk about a different specter. Warren Specter. Oh, and Epic he, Mickey. <laughs> yeah. That was, like... That was honestly the best trend. I, you know how I always joke, like, horrible transition, great transition on this? I wish I had the transitory power of that man. <laughs> I wish I could pull a transition like that. That was amazing. It's like it's like your puns combined with my awkward transitions into one magnificent moment of E3. 
But yeah, um, well, maybe we, we could try it out. Let's see. Our, our... Well, hold on before we get there. Just I'll really quick say, Castlevania looked like it was running kind of a low frame rate. It seemed kind of, I don't know. It looked fun, but it looked kind of like uh, well, weird. Like, did you notice it's like not shocking? The only thing I really remember from that trailer was that last boss thing. Yeah, and little. Well, they, they showed some game. The they showed gameplay. I remember. I remember the change. Yeah, it, like it looked cool, but just like something about it looked. Slightly and they talked about that weird. one boomerang thing that got stuck to someone for a long time. Oh yeah, the electrical yeah. thing. Yeah, they made a big deal out of that. You yeah. get so much strategy. Yeah, so much. <laughs> if you and and do they really need to give a gameplay manual on stage? If you hit L, you do this. If you hit R, you do that. Like, just say the features. It's okay. And Ep- and the other thing I want to say is Epic Mickey two. Uh, Epic or Epic Mickey moves very slow. Oh yeah, it was like it looks like a Game Boy Advance game kind of. Was... I'm sure the 3D will pop. And also, the they showed one room where it's like an isometric view, and you saw a whole palace behind him that looked really good and fully rendered. But most of it looks like a GBA game, and he moves like a snail. <laughs> yeah, like I was actually kind of excited for this game. Yeah, but once I saw too. gameplay, it's like yeah, it kind of passion. It, it kind of broke it. Not <laughs> only that, but the drawing the characters on the bottom screen, the whole thing is you. Yeah, you, you're just you coloring pick, in. You're not even coloring in. You're outlining. It's like those Mario Party mini games where you have to outline the Mario enemy. Oh. You basically outline it, and then boom, there's Peter Pan, and he's gonna help you. It was like kind of gimmicky, in my opinion. They I'm hoping it shapes up to be better. But they should have taken notes from Drawn to Life. They should have. They really should have. Or even, and speaking of Drawn to Life, Scribble Knots, even on 3DS, look pretty good. Like it looks. It, obviously, Wii U has HD, and it's in HD, and it has online stuff, so it looks really good. But the 3DS one looked pretty good too, yeah. from the trailer. I'm probably yeah. not going to get it, but... No, me neither. I've never had it. I own Scribble Knots on my iPhone because I got it for 99 cents. Oh. But I played it, like, twice. And it is fun, I mean, but... it looks interesting. It looks fun, but just... It's just... I, I prefer mm. more streamlined experiences. Experiences as opposed to, like, open-ended, like, be as creative as you want. So I don't I don't know why I would buy it. I we just like, weird. Like, I don't, I don't know why I don't want it. Yeah, either. you're a huge creative guy. I don't well, get why you want. I guess it's because you're just typing everything out as opposed to drawing it yourself. Even yeah. though Scribble Knots Unlimited for the Wii, it does give you, like, create your own stuff more, right, right and you could share it online the Wii yeah. version has full online uh, object sharing which but it's is cool. more Legoish than just draw it and whatnot. yeah that's true you could piece things together and whatnot yeah, yeah why not whatnot but yeah so that was pretty much all Nintendo talked about with the 3DS at E3 like I mean they didn't have any new announcements beyond games we knew of on Tuesday when we first listed them off on in the last episode but it's nice to get the new info it does Nintendo made this huge point of how it's a better lineup than last year which I think might be debatable I mean, well, let's just go August to December. Last year we got Star Fox, we, um, Star Fox, Mario, Mario Kart. I feel like I'm forgetting something. I wouldn't count Star Fox. That's just no, that was August. That's the equivalent to Mario Two. No, no, yeah, yeah, but it's a no. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just listing games we got from Nintendo directly. Star Fox, Mario, Mario Land, or Mario Kart, Mario Land. Am I forgetting something? Maybe. Tetris Axis. Um, I need to be forgetting something. I have to be forgetting something, right? No, I think that's it. Oh. Yeah, well, then maybe this yeah. year is better, because it's... <laughs> I mean, we're getting Mario 2. Uh, we're getting two Mario two. games to counter Paper those two Mario, Mario yeah. games. Paper Mario. Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon. I guess we are kind of getting... And then there's probably the same number of third-party games. Mm. So I guess it's fewer Nintendo first-party, but they're bigger and they're all original. For, for the most part. Well, Paper Mario Bros. 2. I mean, it's, well, it's, it's, it's a new game. It's not port, is my point. Yeah. I don't know if they should call it... Keep the new, well, new Super Mario. Well, that's the new part. 
Well, well that's the name well, of the franchise for yeah, Barrier Wars. Yeah. I'm glad they they should have really called it Newer, Newer, Newest or something. <laughs> Newestist. Newestist. <laughs> but uh, so that's pretty much 3DS. Uh, it's shaping up. I mean, I guess now that we compared the year, so this shape you have to be at least a comparable year. There's good. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to the two Mario games. Well, all three of them really. Yeah. So. Weird. And we, we can't call them Mario games because Luigi's last name is Mario, so they are more Mario Yes, games. he's Luigi Mario, brother of Mario Mario. So stupid. Okay, so <laughs> so that that's really all there was about 3DS. Yeah. It was kind of a slow show for 3DS, honestly. And those rumors of uh, 3DS XL that were published by Nikai, Neki, you know, the Japanese newspaper. Nikkei. Nikkei, the Japanese newspaper, those turned out to not be happening, at least not at E3. So... Makes more sense than a slimmer one. I mean, mm-hmm. it's already pretty small. It's the size of a honestly. I'm DSi. Even, here's the thing: the the rumor was there'd be four point inch screens on it. That sounds great, but it, you can't street pass easily with that. The thing's gigantic. I know. Mine you, bare, my DS barely fits in my. Do you think it's large? Look huge. My 3DS. I, I, I keep forgetting how big they are. Like whenever yeah. I see one in person, I'm just. It's like Whoa. yeah, like yeah. You do not want to take that around. Yeah, it's like I can't carry a 3DS Humongo in my in my pocket. I mean, I'm sure the, the screen, screen yeah, will look like, great. It's gonna look so good, but it's like it's trade off. Yeah, yeah, and it probably won't look as nice. I mean, no, it probably will. It'll probably look more like the DSi. I think the DSi Excel is the best. It looks better than the normal. No, well, that's DSi. not because I mean, like having a screen that much bigger. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, like, you mean the games won't look as nice? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, like oh, for reference, yeah. um, like a playing um Ace Attorney on the 3DS does not look as good as playing it on my DS Lite. Like everything looks that's so much because, and better. That's because the resolutions are different. That has nothing to do with the screen size. It's resolution. Well, that's fine. No, because like the DSi. Oh, you're you're right. You're right. Like you're it looks right. Ace Attorney looks great on a DSi compared to a DS yeah, Lite, and those are the same resolution, just different screen sizes. No, no, yeah, yeah. That just yeah. occurred to me. It's still the same. It's the resolution because yeah. the 3DS has a much bigger one, so it down it like yeah. All, all, all the it DS. means yeah. Normal DS games will look even worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. DS, yeah. Yeah. 3D, yeah. Yeah. Because they'll be blown up. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not even true yet. So, yeah. what is true, however, transition is uh, what that is we true. We are going to inform you about more Wii U things. Yeah, I was going to jump right into the Wii U news, but sure. What is true is it's now talk, time to talk about the Wii U. So, there's actually a lot of little things announced, like a lot. Like they talked about launch. They talked about uh, how they're going to moderate the Miiverse. They talked about new games, which for some reason weren't even listed in the press kit. There's a lot. There's, there's new gameplay details for like. All the first party stuff that oh, and third party, yeah. There's a lot, so uh, I'm just gonna keep saying there's a lot and not tell you anything of what there actually is. There's a lot, trust me. But um, I guess we should first talk about the new games that were confirmed. We're getting Madden, we're getting FIFA. We're not, we're not personally, but we you as a though we are, yeah. Though we you <laughs> is getting Madden, FIFA, and as was kind well, of. I'm not. I don't know if you are. The, I'm not. The Wii U was get, is getting Madden. I'm just gonna keep repeating it. Madden, FIFA, and uh, Sonic and Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed, which I believe we knew on Tuesday, but it was official after we posted our podcast. Are you getting that? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It depends on how they use the Wii U controller. Well, it'll be a while before we get a Mario Kart for the Wii U. Yeah, so it might and be I can just play if you get. I just play your copy. So it works. We'll see about that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I can just come over and play it anyway. Um, or watch. Or watch. Anyway, point being. Why weren't these in the press kit? Why weren't these in the press conference? On Tuesday's episode, back in episode 16, we made a point of where are some of the games? Where's EA Sports? Where's this? Where's that? And then literally the next day they're like, hey guys, we uh, we got Madden, yeah. Oh, and, and Sonic and, and FIFA. Like, why wouldn't they make a big deal of this? Why is Nintendo afraid to announce things? Well, the answer is pretty clear. Oh, they that's not did. all though, by the way. There's also Skylanders, Giants, the sequel of Skylanders, the billion dollar Skylanders franchise. Oh my god, Skyra. is that big already? Yes. Oh it created a whole new genre of like interactive toys. Anyway, 
like video game toys. It's coming to Wii U, confirmed by Activision CEO during an interview with Spike TV. Oh, he also sense. doesn't even have to include the stand. right the NFC chip in the controller is already there. Uh, reader, I mean the NFC. Yeah, they, they save money by they putting do. it on the Wii U. So that's confirmed. He was asked about Black Ops Two, and he said he has nothing to announce with a smirk. Hmm. So that's essentially confirmed. Why is Nintendo having these companies hold off on these, or why are these companies choosing to hold off on these announcements? Yeah, I wish I would again. I already have it pre-ordered for the PS3. Have what? Blops? Blops yeah. 2? Well, wait till they announce it. Because it, yeah. it might not be from the same team at Treyarch. It might be like how the Wii ones were by a separate Treyarch team than the main games. Yeah, and it might not even come out on the same day. It probably... Well, it won't. It'll come out with the Wii U a few weeks later, assuming the Wii U comes out third week of November, which is still my prediction. Um, but I just don't understand why Nintendo's not having these people... Why they're not drumming this up. Because a lot of people were saying, like, oh, all the Wii U is getting is, like, ports of your old HD games, the first part of Nintendo stuff, and, like... Assassin's Creed 3. Wasn't it because only gamers really care about that and not investors? Yeah, but they can still put on a press list of every announced game. Ah, good point. That's the thing I don't... I mean, E3... Someone slipped up. Someone's getting fired. Or or Nintendo... Or this is what I'm actually sorry I think it might be, which is crazy for Nintendo to do, but it's a good way to keep hype going. They might be holding back certain announcements till closer to launch. They might be doing, like... They might, like, once a month have, like, a round of new announcements. So as you get closer and closer to launch, it naturally builds the hype. Oh. Like I mean, because I wouldn't mind that. I, I wouldn't mind that at all. What am I hearing about Retro's game closer in? Oh, we're not going to hear about that. So next, we're, we're not going to hear about that at all. Uh, Reggie did an interview where he said we'll get to, Reggie spoke with Ijen. He said a lot of things, including the retro games, not for a while. Hmm. But but who knows? He could just be kind of lying to his teeth. <laughs> uh, but I'll talk about the dojo for Smash Brothers. Uh, he'll do something. He has a Twitter, so he's already he's definitely online. He has a presence. He'll do something. He'll be tweeting English. Nintendo will translate them if he does. <laughs> if they'll probably have a special Twitter if they use Twitter at all. But yeah. um, but yeah, I just don't understand. I mean, what I'm thinking is maybe Nintendo's like, oh, it's August, time to announce Blops. Oh, it's September, time to announce EA Sports. Like maybe they're gonna stagger. Maybe they're saving a second wave for when they announce the release day and price because that'll be its own special event. Who who knows? Maybe but I just do find it real. Nah, that'd be cool. But I don't think they could bring one I think the Wii U will be there. Actually, they're actually giving Club Nintendo. Valued Club Nintendo users in New York are getting a chance to play the Wii U later this month. Oh. And there's no... I don't know of anything like that on the West Coast. So I'm thinking maybe they'll just have it at Comic-Con for everyone. Because there is no big video game thing on the East Coast till like, PAX in Boston. PAX East in, like, That's February. That's true, we did just get E3. I mean, a lot of people... Yeah, but not a lot of Club Nintendo people. A lot of press people. Slightly Which, different. I'm pretty sure a lot of them are... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. But, I mean, it's not, like... It goes one way, oh, but yeah, not yeah, the yeah, other. Yeah. yeah. But, um... Yeah, so... It's cool that there's more games coming. I just wish Nintendo would have stuck them in there because they would have made the Wii U unveiling a lot more. Because, I mean, we complained on Tuesday about, like, how there was a lack of games. And there is not as big of a lack as we thought. Yeah, but then but then I remember talking to you about it and you brought up the point that, like, even though they didn't announce anything new, we do have a lot of games. We do. If you look at the launch... I mean, like, when you were telling me, like, how much I'm going to be spending oh, yeah. on games, like, yeah, it, 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 it was like, yeah, I guess I really don't mind the lack of announcements. I'm good right now. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it I mean, and, like... And that's not even counting all the PS3 games I want. Like, I'm still right. getting Last of Us. I'm still getting, right. like, all the Cybertron. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of a crazy year, actually. It's just because there's nothing new that we're all, like, gawking at it. Yeah. But, um, it was a, looking back, it's a pretty it was good a year. Good, yeah, yeah I mean, it's gonna be a pretty good year. Uh, 33 too. I mean, yeah, the problem was, is just everything was like derivative or known about. Less family, all the new, theme. all the new stuff was like super violent stuff, which a lot of the gaming press is actually having a knee jerk reaction to. They're actually like saying things like, I'm embarrassed for your industry. Because, like, The Last of Us trailer, when the guy gets shot in the head or whatever, and the crowd like erupts in cheering, 
Who erupts in cheering when a guy gets shot in the head? Like, what? Especially from... You're with a bad guy, I think. <laughs> but still, like, people were like... It was, like, super gory, if I remember correctly, wasn't it? Like, it was, like, direct, like, they showed the... Him well, it was a shotgun, so... Yeah, but... It kind of just blew up everywhere. Right, and it was in front of a little girl character, and, like... Like, it was, like... And people were, like, hooping and hollering. Like, there was a lot of people in the game press that were like, that was kind of an embarrassing moment for the industry. Not because they have that. Violence is fine, but just the reaction to it, where people were like, like freaking out because it was so cool that guy got his face shotgunned off in front of a little girl yeah also you could also kind of hear the guy going like no don't do it don't yeah do it. yeah that or like uh, I, I don't know even uh, like Tomb Raider had a ton of like violent action in it randomly like she does that whole like down the waterfall trip and then she's like in a gunfight what do you mean with the Super Mario 64 yeah yeah the, the, the Super Mario 64 castle slide moment yeah, yeah. but um, anyway uh, enough about that we should just there's a lot of Wii news Wii U news, like I said, so I guess we should just jump to the next one. Um, so the system does 1080p, which is awesome. Not so awesome, but not really a big deal either, is all Nintendo's first-party games, so Pikmin 3, Nintendo Land, and New Super Mario Bros. U, all the Nintendo-developed ones, are going to be running in 720p, not 1080. Wait, what was that um, snowboarding game for the 64 called? 1080. That's just what it was called? 1080 snowboarding. Huh. 1080 degrees, it's like a 4... So if it comes down the Wii, it'll be like 1080, 1080p? That's what they're going to call it, 1080 squared. That'll be the name of 1080 for the Wii U. 1080 squared is 1080 in 1080. That'd be cool. 1080 in 1080 featuring 1080 doing a 1080 on the Wii U in 1080p. 1080. Oh, we just need a snowboard to call 1080. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so those games won't be in um, full HD. They'll be in like... I mean, they will be HD, but they won't be like full HD, you know? Yeah. But uh, it's, it's still, actually I mean, not they'll that... They'll still look nice. They'll I mean, still look nice. And it's really not that big of a deal because early PS3 and early 360 games, as developers were learning the full capabilities of those systems, those were all in 720. In fact, there's a lot of third-party games on those systems, I believe, are still in 720. Like the not top-notch games. Like the not yeah. AAA. So really, it's just following the same path. I mean, and given, like, just like Nintendo always happens to go for a certain art style, like, you really... Don't New Super Mario Bros. U does not need to be intended. I mean, just look at, at some of the Wii games. Like Mario Galaxy looks as good as a lot right, of like right better than yeah. That's my PS3, point. Like, Xbox games, like New Super Mario Bros. U, and even if it does, it looks great in 1080 or 720. And even then, the art style that it what what could be needed in 1080p for that? It's know, a pretty simple a, art style. I mean, Pikmin Three debatably would look cool in 1080p, but once again, it looks great in 720. Yeah, HD is HD. It's just not as HD e as it could be. <laughs> But, I mean, Rhythm Heaven looks amazing in 40i or whatever. 480p? Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, um, as the Wii U, as developers learn the console better, as Nintendo even learns how to better manage the graphical technology, they'll obviously start bumping their stuff up to 1080, I'd imagine. Unless, yeah, I mean, the first Zelda, um, like, will definitely have to be in 1080. Unless I have one sneaking suspicion that possibly it's 720, because some of the processing power of the Wii U is, using, is being used for the gamepad screen. I don't know. So yes, the system could probably do 1080p if you're only using the system. If the gamepad screen is off, that could be the other. That could be the flip side of this. I really hope that's not the case. I don't think it is because I. I mean, Netflix was confirmed for it. I'm sure that's going to be in 1080 streaming. So you can watch it on the tablet too. That'd be yes, you can. A leaked screenshot. Actually, I saw it online. It's I don't know who was demoing it. How they got it? Some Spanish website. You you either have it's it's really interesting actually. You either have the game the show on the TV screen with the info on the tablet or the info on the TV screen and a little icon on screen that says playing on tablet and it's on the tablet. So presumably you could be streaming Netflix to your tablet to the game tab game pad while the TV is watching someone else is watching another show on the TV. That's awesome. Yeah, and then when you want to change it, yeah, exactly. It's like it's perfect. So that's really it's cool. Like perfect for people that don't have iPads. I mean, I don't know how yeah. many of those people exist in the world, but... A lot. I mean, I'm not one of them, but... 
a lot of people don't have iPads. I mean, it's a it does gangbusters, but not bajillion, million, quadrillion sales or six point eight billion or whatever <laughs> the population mm-hmm. versus. But um, the other weird news that came out, well, not weird news, but kind of uh, disappointing, I guess, news besides the seven twenty p is that um, the Meverse has some crazy filtering. Like, there's some censorship on there, and it's, uh, some of it makes sense, some of it doesn't. I don't know, uh, Iwata, Nintendo's president, spoke with the LA Times about how they're gonna handle censoring the Wii U Miiverse, and essentially what he said is that there's gonna be three levels of security. The first level is the software-based content filtering. That's what's already on the 3DS and Wii and DS online games. So that's like preventing people from typing on... Swear words or sexual things or... Oh, what the hell? Like, I I drew a picture on Color 3D, the cockatiel. I wrote out cockatiel. And it censored half the word, right? Yeah, it just said half the word was asterisk, so I just called them Wayro. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that sort of thing's gonna be the first level of defense. And that a lot of... Doesn't stop you in Pokemon. Anything you want. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the next Pokemon changes that. I don't know. But that's the first... I lo- mean, you could battle other people and they'll face my team of... Of inappropriate names, yeah. Well, um, I guess they're not that inappropriate. It's just like idiot, dum-dum. Okay, they're not going to censor idiot or dum-dum. Well, I mean, I'm just saying like some minor ones. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I was like, really? Do you think they're going to censor dum-dum? <laughs> but yeah, so that's the first level of filtering. <laughs> that makes sense. That's normal. All online services do that. All online gaming. Second level is where it gets a little weird. They're going to hire people to manually police the Miiverse. They're going to have people that any post you post is going to go through this person and they will manually approve it. Oh, man. That's, yeah. That's going to make everything a lot slower. And here's the thing. Uh, this filter, Yeah, this filtering is obviously going to be done before it's published. And the time it's going to take for these people to read it is obviously longer than an auto filter. I mean, so especially it's, if we sold like a bajillion. I mean, yeah. probably won't, but... We, if it, it could. That would mean like people, every person on earth would be like four. But yeah, if it's selling a bajillion. But <laughs> well, you know what I mean. But, I know, I know. I mean, that means every like. Oh. But yeah, they, what Water. I, what I was saying in the interview is that he's looking for feedback as to like an acceptable wait time for a message to be posted to the Miiverse, and he thinks thirty minutes is acceptable. That's well, his gut feeling. Like he says three hours is isn't, but thirty minutes is. Well, so he's thinking that their police force, who are gonna see some very inappropriate things, are probably gonna be scarred for life, and probably gonna have to like. I could kill themselves after a year. I don't know, but they're <laughs> they're gonna I mean, have this to. This includes drawings too, right? Yeah. So it's gonna be a thirty minute window, roughly between when you post something and when it appears on the Meverse. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least that's kind of like an online just a message board. So I guess. It's but not still, that big that's of a deal. not that's not scalable. Like you said, they can do that for like a couple hundred thousand, couple million. But let's say the Wii U takes off like the Wii did. Let's say there's eighty million of them. I don't know, out like there. launch the Smash Brothers. Like everyone is like, yeah. Posting okay, yeah. Let's say there's one day where it peaks, Smash Bros. What do they do? Are the messages just going to take five hours to post? Because that's ridiculous. If you're like, hey, let's play a game of da-da-da, and then... Well, that's the thing. Three, do we, does it, I, does I'm it going apply to, to private messages? Well, that's what I was about to say, is yeah. I actually don't know. He didn't specify if it's public, private, timelines, or what. My guess is it's anything posted to the entire Miiverse. I think individual messaging, or messaging just between a group of friends that are all on each other's friends list, my guess is that those are not included. I could be totally wrong knowing Nintendo. I probably am because they always do absurd things. But my guess is that it's only for things that are posted to the public Miiverse that appear on random people's Wii U's, that appear on random people, in random people's games. Like if you're, you know, Mario U, mm-hmm. where you die and it prompts you. You know, it pops <laughs> oh, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's... That yeah, exactly. Like, I, that's the only place I could see yeah, it possibly well, being The audience is 
would be a lot younger the bigger than. And that's the other thing is hopefully they have some sort of age filter. Like maybe they have a way that if you're under 13, you can only view messages from friends. And those friends go through parental controls and whatnot. Gesundheit, I think. I think he yeah. sneezed. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to hold it in. Yeah, no, you can sneeze. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yes, I give you permission to sneeze. Apparently, I'm the authority on this. But, um, you know, maybe they have an age filter. And, like, if you're under 13, only people you're friends with can see your messages. And those friends have to, like, be approved by a parent account or something. Like, there are ways they can do, they can get around this. I just don't know if they will. And on top of that 30-minute wait, there's also going to be a third level of security where if you see a spoiler, if you see something you don't like, you can flag any content, any uh, comment or content. It just kind of seems like they don't really need step two and just go to step three because if anyone's offended, yep. well, they just... That's what I'm it. thinking. I think they could do that. Or like well, I, mean, I said, if it's uh, a flagging... Or if it's a, if there's an age gate of some sort. That's true. Like if maybe they only... Age, if you're between 13... block off. Like, exactly. Then, yeah. And then they can moderate... Like, I mean, I think it's okay for them to moderate um, stuff that goes super public like in a game or something but even that because you know yeah. if you post this level is so hard in mario u you don't care if people see it an hour later uh, or a day later or a week later and... no no i'm just saying you know, of course you would think that game right out of the gutter <laughs> <laughs> but you know you if it's like a week later you don't care if people for a week don't see i'm stuck but you do well actually no i'm stuck that week if you say like this was hard but i did it that you weren't no, I'm thinking innuendos. That you wouldn't uh, care about. But if you're writing, like, in the game, hey, I need help, I'm stuck at this part, I, where can I find a raccoon, a flying squirrel suit? You might want that to be a quicker turnaround than Go even 30 minutes. Yeah, but you might want that to be a quicker turnaround than even 30 minutes. You might want someone else who's playing the game in, say, Nebraska to be able to answer you two minutes later, so you don't have to sit there and wait on that level. Yeah, I'm hoping... This is more of a... This isn't set in stone. It's more like a trial run. Like yeah, well, he they, said... And, and they see how it goes. And if they realize that the hiring the staffers doesn't work out, then just get rid of them entirely and just do any of these other missions that we suggested. I feel like they should just know it doesn't work out. I mean, I do community moderation. That's my job, is community moderation. I know, like, this is going to be insane for them to handle unless they have a team of, like, a couple thousand people. And even then, it'll still be crazy. But, um... But like I said, uh, I, I want to told the LA Times they're looking for feedback on what's a good time length of a turnaround time, how you know how this should work. So they're open to ideas. This is just what they're thinking right now, uh-huh. and things will probably change. Hopefully, change. Hopefully. And speaking of interviews, there's a lot of info coming out of a lot of interviews. Reggie spoke with IGN. We alluded to this earlier, and they specifically asked him about a retro game, Retro Studios game. You know, Donkey Kong Country Returns, Metro Prime, those guys. And he basically said not for a while. As he put, if we showed the game, Retro's president would get kind of mad at me and give me a call and be like, why were you showing that? So we didn't. And then IGN followed up with something along the lines of, so will we see it anytime soon? And Retro's just like, mm, likely not. So this kind of flies in the face of a rumor that you told me about. With, uh, where basically someone was saying, who was, what was the rumor exactly? Where do you read it? I, you mentioned oh, it, it was, um... I saw what I said. It was a poster from 4chan. He just posted up a screenshot of what appears to be Star Fox Unlimited, right. with the U being the Wii U logo. U. Right. They wouldn't have a title screen ready to go if this if this was not true. Yeah. I mean, if this was true, if it it's not was... true, they would. And then on top of that, I think there's another rumor independent of that that Retro's game was going to be shown and then it was pulled at the last minute. That also kind of flies in the face of Reggie saying it's not going to be shown for quite a while, I don't unless because I mean the Nintendo Nine thing seems like it was pretty planned out right yeah i mean just having that whole display up and yeah then... and the booth was the entire e3 booth for nintendo was nintendo land theme yeah that doesn't seem very it doesn't seem like they actually yeah it doesn't really seem like they actually stopped and said 
oh, we were going to show Retro's game. Let's oh, just okay. build a whole booth about Nintendo Land instead. Like, that seems a little... Or maybe it was an addition to Nintendo Land. Yeah, it might have been a teaser trailer, and Retro wanted it pulled. I, I... Who knows? But some other things he said... So, yeah, no Retro for a while, which is a bummer, but at least we know they're working on something. He did essentially confirm it by saying it'll be a while till you see something. That means there's something. At some point. <laughs> it's not like they're just sitting there. Oh, yeah, but uh, he also con- nothing. I mean, we know they're working on something, but right. Well, we, we, know- we don't even know what it's for, right? Or did they say Wii U? All right, all right, all right. It has to be Wii U. Oh, what's the guy else will be for? 3DS. Nah. <laughs> they did they ever make a Game Boy Advance game? The only handheld thing they ever did, or a DS game, the only thing they ever did was help with Mario Kart Seven. As Custom Nintendo had to rush it out the door because 3DS sales were so bad. It didn't help with Metroid Prime Hunters. That was, uh, well, kind of, but that was well, Nintendo I mean, Software Technologies up there. I mean, it wasn't them, but, like... I think they, they might have given that. Sold them, like, yeah, they probably given them. Oh, yeah, you, you might want to keep an eye out for the... Well, fine, let me rephrase. They don't develop their own games yeah. for handhelds. They help others as needed. But um, some other things Reggie said that actually helped clear up a lot of confusion we had on the Tuesday podcast is um, launch window means officially, in Reggie's mind, three to four months from launch day onward. So, we, if you recall, during the last episode, we were talking about, okay, so Mario's holiday, yet Pikmin's launch window, what's the difference? And how Game & Wario, which is the WarioWare-esque new game, that's launch window. Launch window could go all the way through, potentially March, even, if if the system comes out in December. So that explains why Pikmin and Wario are both launch window, but not holiday. Because Game & Wario, that actually fits perfectly with my prediction that Game & Wario is going to come out in February or so. But hopefully Pikmin 3 ends up being closer to launch than 2013. Than like yeah, because I mean, I don't know, do any word on what, that was Zombie U and Rayman? Zombie U, Rayman, Rayman Legends is TBA. Oh. There's no announced date yet. Uh, Zombie U is day one, I believe. Oh. Right. And Ubisoft is, someone asked an Ubisoft rep of what, when that will be. And after consulting with a fellow Ubisoft rep in French, just said, probably, probably November. So he probably shouldn't have said that. But, so Zombie well, U... Well, probably. Well, here, yeah. It's Zombie U, Assassin's Creed, Mario, Nintendo Land, uh... I can't remember what else. But there's a, there's a good chunk. Uh, Ninja Gaiden 3, Mass Effect 3, all those are confirmed holiday. It's the other... It's all the... It's like We Fit You, Pikmin 3, I think maybe uh, Lego City. Um, all those are a little more... No one knows yet. And it could be as late as March now. So, oh, Project P100's launch window, but not holiday as well. Oh, another so, good game. Good yeah. looking game so far. Yeah, we'll be, there's a couple of little details about individual games that I guess we'll get to in a little bit when we break down the game, new game info. But first, more Reggie, because everyone loves Reggie. Um, His comments make me a little worried about the Wii U. When, okay, when Xbox 360 was announced, when PS3 was announced, when Wii was announced, every developer was like, check out all these great third-party games, right? Or every company, right? They were like, look at this great lineup we have. We have 100 developers working on the system, yada, yada. You know what I'm talking about? You remember them doing that for all the other consoles? Here's what Reggie said about the Wii U. I'm just going to paraphrase it. He said that third parties tend to wait for an install base, and then they start developing. So, like... He applauded Ubisoft and, w- and Warner Brothers Games for making a bet on the Wii U and supporting it early. It went on to say that his job is to launch the system and to drive its install base. And he's going to do that very effectively. Then, hopefully, that will create an opportunity for third parties to jump on board. Does that sound backwards to you? Shouldn't he be saying, look how many great third parties we already have. We have Ubisoft, we have WB Games, we have EA, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll get more as the system grows. 
He said, he basically said the ones that they have now are taking a gamble, and once he proves the worth of the Wii U, everyone else will hop on board. Doesn't that sound really discouraging, kind of? sounds like... The, it sounds very, very candid. It sounds like the worth of the Wii U should have already been proven to other developers during the time that it was being developed. Yeah, it doesn't help that there were some reports circulating that uh, developers A3 were more hyped about the unannounced PS4 and next Xbox than they were about the already announced Wii U. Not true. So... Keep hearing, like, everything, like, oh, developers having issues with blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, it's apparently not as easy to port games over as once thought, because you have to adapt to the controller and whatnot. Or they could just take another controller, but yeah. they, I guess they really feel that they have to. Well, know. yeah, because then everyone's going to complain that they didn't do anything with the controller. It's it's a catch-22 for them. Hmm. But it, it just strikes me as weird, because, like, when the DS, 3DS launched, they're like, check out all these third parties that are supporting it. And then they didn't really do much. But when, when last year when they showed off the Wii, you were like, we have all these developers. They brought out EA's president. Like, check, look, he's bringing these, all these games. And now this year, they're like, yeah, we have to prove it to them, and then they'll do it. That's well, they... You never hear someone say we have to prove our console to the company. Like, I mean, Reggie has, as, as I uh, noticed, Reggie keeps saying candidly in the interview. Like, he's being abnormally honest and not PR spinny. At least he's pretending to be by saying candidly like 20 times in a four-page interview. But still, that's like unusual for a company to be for him to be like that blunt about the Wii situation. And we are getting some good games, and EA's on board, and Activision's now on board, and whatnot. But it's just, although somewhat smallly on board, not much on board. But they're there, Skylanders. The but it's just is like very Nintendo it's just, Wii, just it's like just usual. weird. Yeah, it's looking very much like the Wii, the later years of the Wii, or even the GameCube. I mean, I, although I don't know, because we have Assassin's Creed Day One on launch. We have, like, Zombie U. We have we have a fair amount of stuff, but it's just nothing, like... To the chorus Yeah, like, it's missing a good chunk. I don't know. It's just... It's a very weird comment. I'm not sure how to interpret it, except that it seems to be missing spin, which is appreciated, but also kind of strange. Hmm. Like, is Nintendo down and out on the situation? I, I mean, you don't usually... You don't usually go, yeah, we know we're missing third-party support. Let's release the system, and then maybe we'll get it. Like, that just seems... So backwards. Yeah, that only means that once people do jump in and develop for the Wii, it'll be another year or two before we actually mm-hmm. see those games anyway. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a pretty good I mean, in the same interview, he did say Nintendo's already has planned through the second holiday of the system, so a year after it's launched. They already have plans for what they're releasing. So there'll be stuff. And I'm sure, and I'm sure I mean, the release list they released is only, the game list they released for Wii U is only for 2012, it looks like, in the launch window. So I'm sure there'll be stuff from third parties next year. But it's very strange that he's basically saying those who are supporting them are abnormal and yeah, yeah. they're taking a bet which is also kind of strange I but, really hope um, they end up giving um, Sakurai the people he needs I remember he said that is with the size he has now mm-hmm. it'll take five years to develop Smash Brothers oh well they'll do what they did last time they'll work with multiple development teams they brought in two different development teams to help with the last Smash Bros Game Art and someone else I'm blanking out on. Game Art then went well, on to... Well, is that what he meant, that with even though that'll take... No, years? I think he meant with his core team of... Uh, what is his company called? Um, Sora? Yeah, Sora. His core team is very tiny, but they, they work with a lot of other developers to make their projects happen. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. So yeah, and other... Um, on a nicer Wii U uh, path, I guess, a Wii U track, there's some good news. About the system that came courtesy of... See, here's one of the execs. Remember I said some of them you don't even hear of? This guy is the corporate senior director of corporate communications, Charlie Shibeta, or however you say his name. Mm, and he spoke... No. Yeah, he, he spoke um, with game trailers and revealed a whole bunch of little tidbits, including you can have up to 12 different accounts per system, 12 different Nintendo Network accounts, 12 different Miiverses per system. 
and each time you load up your profile, much like with PSN or Xbox, there'll be a custom experience for your profile. Different me versus home screen with different games and different friends and different things featured. Um, they will not have any friend codes. Ooh. Finally. It's all going to be account-based. Did it turn the charm? Yeah. And it'll all be account- it's like fourth time. <laughs> and it'll all be account-based. Uh, they haven't decided if it's going to launch in black or white or some other color like neon green. Possible. Um, and... Well, I remember they mentioned that black wasn't going to be available at launch. Yeah, that's true, actually. They, so I guess he's just saying they haven't... So just, it's just white for now. Right. I guess he is just saying they haven't... Yeah, that's what's weird is I saw that, too. Earlier in the week, they said black's not at launch, and then he said something different in the interview of we haven't decided yet. So there's some miscommunication there. Because, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was like on the Wednesday, they said they didn't... That was only white. And now they're saying something different. So I guess we just wait and see until they announce the launch details. But either way... Black isn't confirmed is the moral of the story. Hopefully. I think it looks way better in black than white, so I'm hoping it does come out in black. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to... I mean, I would rather have the black one, but I guess if I'm forced to get the white one again, that would kind of suck. I wouldn't say it would suck. I mean, I mean it would just suck. It just seems that, unfair that, that they would show two great colors well, that's what I mean. and then only let you have one. Well, that's what I like, I'm not going to be able to get my preferred one because yeah. I have to get it day one. Well, yeah. It's kind of like I got... I want it. I have to, too. Yeah, yes. I mean, I, I want It goes back to GameCube. I wanted a black GameCube. Only thing available was when I picked it up was purple, so I sold on purple. No, it's just like when the... like Remember when the Wii was sold the Revolution? They showed all those colors. Some of those yep. didn't even see the light of day. Although I really... Yeah. Although, Although I, I actually... green, even though that would have been weird. Yeah, I actually really like... When the Wii came out in white, I liked it a lot at the time because white was really in at the time. So I thought it was very modern looking. Now I prefer black, but yeah, and then red looked really nice too. Red did look nice. They did release red. No, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, for a while. And then same thing with the 3DS. I mean, they had all those colors. Yeah, like... well, those are just prototypes to show you what's possible. And, they... and the thing is, they only showed two colors at E3, so I'm thinking they only have they're gonna just launch in black and white. I don't know why they wouldn't. So yeah, you. I mean, you heard and I saw it too that black isn't a launch option. Then a different exec said. They haven't settled yet, so I guess it really is all up in the air, at least for now. But um, another thing that was – this is from a different exec, going back to our friend Mr. Scott Moffat. He told ABC News a couple other things that are very significant. Uh, virtual console and WiiWare games that you have saved on your Wii can be transferred to the Wii U. Oh. It's not a lost cause. You can't, you're can't. you not going to put your Wii away and never be able to play those virtual console games again. They can be transferred. Probably stay in standard def. Not going to be upgraded in any way. But they're working on a method where you go from the system-based, lo- you know, system-based accounts of the Wii for the Wii Shop to the um, individual accounts of the Wii U, and somehow you'll be able to transfer the games into cool. one individual account. The Mario Party Two Party will live on on the yep. Wii U. Yep. So that's cool. He also mentioned that uh, currently there's no brightness setting for the for the uh, gamepad as a way to conserve battery. You just go play with the brightness it gives you, and which could be bad or good. Yeah. I guess it could be good in the sense that you can't like tax it too much with yeah i mean for us i don't feel it makes a difference but i do know some people that like always like playing on the lowest or like, right yeah, and now they can't think, yeah and they are including it was shown in the just dance 4 trailer very briefly they are going to be including a cradle that the game pad can sit in when you're not using it and that cradle can charge it probably similar to how the 3ds one does if i had to guess okay. in fact if you look at the high-res photos of the controller the um the wii u gamepad has those same like metal brackety things in the back or in the bottom where the oh, charging port is yeah, that the 3DS has in the back. So when you put it in the charging cradle, you know, those are what hold it in place. Yeah. So you can plug it in. So it has those same little brackety things. So, or very similar looking ones. So hopefully, it as well, not hopefully, it's, he said as much that it's going to charge that way. Hmm. So the one other interview that happened was with good old Shigeru Miyamoto, Mario Zelda mastermind. 
About Zelda. About Zelda. He uh, was speaking with Entertainment Weekly, and he said that the current Zelda for Wii U, they didn't show it. I guess. They didn't say who the translator was, but I'd imagine. Yeah, it must have been Drew Bill. Oh, wait, though, they did say it was Drew Bill Trennan, yeah. That comment, remember? Which? I showed you on the internet, like, someone, like, it was, um... Oh, the Trenton Trennan? No, 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 it it was, like, an interview with Miyamoto, and then some random guy, like, just commented, like... Oh, yeah, he can't speak speak English, so how can he make good games? Yeah, like, how can this guy make any good games? Yeah, because they're stupid. Internet's a horrible place, I've come to realize. I know we live on it with our podcast. Well, I mean, those people have always been there. Yeah, it's just the internet gives them a voice that they shouldn't have. Yeah. But that's beside the point. Um, yeah, so if you're wondering why Zelda wasn't at the con- wasn't at E3 this year, it's because it's still in the research and development phase. They haven't even started developing. They're work- They're prototyping how they can control it, how they can make it work. So at this point, they're basically saying that... That they're just going to look at what works. What yeah, I mean, they're basically... But here's what's weird. They're saying they're going to look at what works, but they're saying that they don't know if they're sticking with motion control. Here's the quote from Miyamoto. With the last game, Skyward Sword, there was, a, there was a game where you had motion control to use your weapons and a lot of different items, and I thought that was a lot of fun, but there were some people who weren't able to do that or didn't like it so much and stopped playing partway through. Yeah, That's could, true. I know yeah, someone that did that. Could see that. So we're in the phase where we're looking back at what's working very well and what has been missing and how we can evolve it further. So I'm thinking about two things. One, they're ditching motion controls. Two, three things. One, they're ditching motion controls. Two, they're going to... No, two things. One, they're ditching motion controls. Or two, they're going to have two control options. We motion plus with nunchuck or gamepad with traditional buttons and sticks. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Do you think they would actually like... It's got super like, screw... Like fully incorporated Wii, like, Wii Motion Plus controls. And if you don't want it, like, just as good. Here's the problem. How Skyward Sword... With that second theory. How Skyward Sword worked is it relied on motion. You opened doors by swinging your hand. You did all sorts of motion. That if you just use a stick, it'd be silly. It'd be like, why am I? Why why can't I just press a button to open this? Why do I have to spin the stick three times to the left? Or those cube things. Or the cube things. Yeah, it's like there's a lot where it's kind of like that's probably what it means that not the goddess cubes, the ones you open for the boss levels. Well, anyway, (laughs) good clarification there. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't don't want to confuse anyone. Yeah, Yeah, but anyway, no, I it's I guess that's what it means by the research. They're they're still doing R and D on it. Is that they probably don't know how they can make a control scheme that fits both. Methods of motion and Honestly, button. I wouldn't mind it if they just ditched them. I mean, I love the motion control. Yeah, but, the motion was great, but, but I mean, honestly, Ocarina of Time 3D was just as fun as my 3DS as Skyward Sword was. Wind Waker's great with a GameCube controller. I mean, not that they just have the tablet, just focus on that. Yeah, use the touchscreen. You I can still do bow and arrow with the touchscreen. Yeah, no I mean, no one's gonna. I mean, it still has the accelerometer on it. So. And the archer, yeah, the archery, the Zelda game in Nintendo Land, the Zelda attraction in Nintendo Land, um, it's bow and arrow. Hmm. One, the gamepad, you move it, you hold it vertically, you move it around to aim using a gyroscope, and you flick a bow and arrow by flicking your finger uh, on the touchscreen. Cool. So, I mean, Is if that you could how do that. They do it in Zombie U because I was watching the gameplay, and when the guy was using the crossbow, it said, Look at Wii U tablet. I think and it showed the guy like, going like this. But... I, think it might, I think they might be doing it different. I think they might be using the tablet more as, I, as a scope. As a scope, maybe. Because hmm. did it show the tablet being turned? 90 degrees? No, I just showed the screen, so you couldn't really see what the guy uh, was doing. Oh, then I'm not sure. I've actually seen that specific footage, so I'm not sure, but... Uh, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Miyamoto said that. He also confirmed he's working on a brand new game, but it's way early along. He's currently storyboarding it via Flipnote Studio on his DSi. I think that's really cool. That's like, super that he, cool. He, he, he was saying to... he was working on AE3, at least what I gathered from his quotes, he was working on AE3 on his DSi. And, and no one was, like, over his shoulder recording what he was nope, doing. Nope, nope, nope. And one last Miyamoto... Tidbit. 
he was speaking with Kotaku, and they actually asked him a pretty interesting question of why, after the Wii being such a vertically-oriented console with its stand, was the, was the Wii U horizontal-only and kind of bland-looking. And what he pointed out was that the controller is what they're focusing on. His attitude about the console this time around is it's just there to physically play the disc. No one's going to look at it. It's not a defining feature. It's just a disc player. It's probably going to be tucked away in a back corner, probably in an entertainment system behind a cabinet or something. And much how like, you put the game? Well, you open the cabinet door and oh. put it in. But much like with the Kinect, yes, he literally said he literally brought the Kinect. The focus is the inner is the device you interact with, not the box that has the chips in it. So much like with Kinect, where you can have the Xbox tucked away somewhere, they're they're imagining the Wii U will be tucked away somewhere, and you'll and the controller will be the thing sitting in your living room. Mm. And that's why the controller, if you notice in the press so- shots of the system. The controller is in the front of the shot, and the console is behind it, but it's kind of obscured by the controller. Like, it's like the controller's leaning on the console, so you see the entire controller on, like, a third of the console. Nice. That's why, because they're de-emphasizing the physical box of the console. That makes sense. I mean, given my current setup, like, where I have Your my PS3 p- is hidden yeah, the, completely. Exactly, yeah, where I have my PS3, like, it's just... can't even really see... Yeah, you can't really see it at all. Yeah. I just have the controller out. Right. I mean... I really, That's probably the, where I'm going to put my Wii Honestly, I'm, I, as much as that makes sense, and I get... and the contro- I think the Wii controller does look really great, and I get that, the logic behind it, but honestly, I was a huge, huge fan of Nintendo going so, like, un-Nintendo-y un- with the Wii and making it such a, like... I thought it was a very... I still think it's a very sleek-looking little system. Yeah, it's very simple. It's a box with a stand, but I really like it, and I really like having it in my entertainment center. It's kind of a... Not su- I'm not surprised that they're going this route, but it's kind of a bit disappointing that the Wii U is just a box that you just cool. that you just put in a corner. I mean, part of like just having the console, like, oh, you have a Wii U. Yeah, but see, but they're, they're like... hoping the controller will do that. They're hoping you'll have the controller on your coffee table or whatever, or on your desk in this case in your room, and they'll just be like, oh, a Wii U, and they won't care about the console. They'll see the controller and get excited. Uh, I guess only time will tell. I think it'll work. I mean, honestly, the console, the controller is the first thing you'll see. Yeah. I mean, this giant two-stick two so. tablet monstrosity-looking thing that looks cool. Oh, that's not an iPad. That's not an iPad. It has buttons. Yeah. It's also not a game controller, is it? <laughs> oh, it's, it's the, the best of both. It's the Wii U gamepad. Let me introduce you to each other. Clearly, Look you're the writing their commercials. Oh, it took a picture of me. Oh, well, it could, oh, I'm assuming it could turn, <laughs> a me, turn you into a me. I don't know. Yeah, they can do that. Oh. Well, they haven't confirmed it, but well, the look, 3DS can do it. Now you are over there, and we are playing together. I'm together done. better, the Wii U. That is the slogan <laughs> they used at the conference, together better. So they didn't go with you, will Wii U? No. Oh. That was actually, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was a tweet. Yeah, no, that tweet was wrong because there was a, what was it? There was some phone call that went out to the press about like, have you heard about blah, blah, blah? You will. Turned out it was for a download game. That's not even for a Nintendo con- Or no, it is for Nintendo. It's from, uh. I don't remember what company it's from. Blooper Team, maybe? You know, one of the download-only companies. And it's for a game called, like, Mysterious, and everyone's heard Mysterious is Wii U or something, so oh. it kind of didn't work. But that's where that came from, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. But yeah, so that's pretty much uh, the latest news on the system. But there are new gameplay details that I thought were maybe worth highlighting. Maybe you saw some, too, that might be worth mentioning. Um, I thought Nintendo Land... Uh, at, okay, so Nintendo, we mentioned this on the last podcast, right after we uploaded it, like literally 20 minutes later, they kicked off uh, a developer roundtable all about the Wii U. They had the guy that was working on Nintendo Land, and, and uh, Tezuka, is that the name of the Mario developer? Something I, Tezuka? I think it's Tezuka. I don't want to say it because they... Yeah. It's Iguchi. Iguchi did the Wii U and Nintendo Land, and Tezuka, sorry if I'm butchering these, did uh, New Super Mario Bros. U and 2. 
Like, he's the head of the Music Mario Bros. franchise. So they were both there showing off new stuff. Uh, for Nintendo Land, there's the first details on the physical theme park that is the glue that holds together all the main games. They didn't reveal as much as I thought they would. Because I remember, I don't know if you remember on Tuesday in the last episode, I was all it's like, more of a plaza shows, so, than a theme park. It's a plaza. It's like a plaza with doors. And... I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they should have called it a theme park. It, it was, I'm kind of disappointed. Like, the more I think Keep about mind, it... Keep in mind, they always showed it for a minute. Literally one minute. I know, minute. but, like, I mean, they, sh- they showed it, like, an overview, like, a giant helicopter shot of it. And it's just, like, a giant circle. Yeah. It's just a plaza. They must be doing something cool. I mean... It? Well, here's the thing. When this, I pictured... When, when they first said Nintendo Land, I pictured, like... Oh, they you have, like... Disneyland, yeah, they have Yeah, like, they have, like, the main area. Yeah. And then you go into, like, oh, Metroid Land. And yeah. It should be called Nintendo World. Then they but that's Metroid a store. Land. Well, why not? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. But, um, well, that's the thing is, as, as I was saying on Tuesday, or as I was starting to say, on Tuesday, I was like, they're showing off the Miiverse, they're showing off this tonight, they said in the press conference, they showed off maybe 10 seconds of stuff we haven't seen. It was a little disappointing. But what they did show of the park is, yeah, it's a plaza, it's populated with a ton of other Miis who are other people playing the game around the world. They did not say if you can interact with them, they did not say anything about what those Miis do oh, there. Oh, they said you could. But they didn't show it, though. They just were like, there are these me's from other places in the world, and they're there, and yeah, they so do things. You go and talk to them, and they just told you. It's basically like Street Pass, like what they've been playing. Um, really? Wait, yeah. when, did we, when did they say this? It was during I was watching the same thing you were. Yeah, they said was that. Was it in the video that Nintendo put, or was it in the live blogs? It was in the live blog. That's where I went wrong. I watched the video uh, more recently, so I yeah, like, the live blog. It's just like Street Pass. You just talk to them, and they just, and they just say, this is the last attraction I was at? No, like, no, like, this is, like the last game of, like, whole game... Um, Are you sure that's... Is that, is that, wait, is that Nintendo Land or the Miiverse? Nintendo Land. What's the point of that? Do you, uh, can you write any message? I guess I'm imagining... They probably won't have it said one way or another, but I imagine if you can mention- write things to Nintendo Land's Miiverse board, I imagine those speech bubbles will pop up when you talk to the people, right? It won't just be assume. like, I last played Blow, but it'll be like, you know, the Metro game's so fun or something. Right? I don't know. The, That'd did, be a missed opportunity if not. Did they ever mention how you could add random people if you even could? I haven't said it yet. They just said they show up. Because, I mean... I don't know how you add know. them to a friends list. They haven't said. Knowing Nintendo, you probably can't. But we'll no. see. We'll see. That, but, yeah, that, see, that's something I expected. Because they said they are going to show Miiverse and Nintendo Land in more detail. They didn't show anything of Miiverse on its own. They re-showed how Miiverse worked with New Super Mario Bros. U. And they showed this Nintendo Land oddness. Oddity. But, so, I yeah, that's kind of disappointing. They did, however, show a new attraction, which is F-Zero themed. You are your me, driving the Blue Falcon, Captain Falcon's car, down what looks like Newt City. And you're racing. No idea what the, t- the gamepad's used for. They didn't show the tablet at all. But it has to be used for something. Maybe Clearly. just steering? Probably. Steering or they haven't decided yet, and that's why they didn't show it. But they showed it about for 10 seconds. It looks fun, but it's slow. It is not F-Zero. Mickey Mouse slow? No, no, no. Not not epic Mickey slow, but no, it was like he's going like not, not F zero slow. Not, not he's, F-Zero. Going, he's not going F zero fast, yeah. Uh, so which makes sense because it's not really F zero, but it has jumps, it has traffic you have to dodge. But I just wish it was a little quicker. Um, but yeah, and, there, and there's no. Uh, they also have been saying that they don't know if Nintendo Land's gonna be a pack in or not. They're still assessing. Honestly, if they want it to be the next Wii Sports, it better be a pack in. Yeah, I can't really see it being that. As a standalone. Well, it'd be like we play, but with a central better hub. Better be budget priced and better. It won't be. It might be. I think it might actually and be packaged. That better come with a Wii mode or something. <laughs> you need to stop talking like that. <laughs> someone, someone. Um, I don't remember who. Someone at Nintendo was saying something like, "Well, if you look at Wii Sports in Japan, it wasn't bundled, but in America, it was." 
So I'm thinking maybe they're going to go the similar route with Nintendo Land. Yeah, but I don't think if it wasn't bought, I don't think many people would have bought it. Wii Sports? Yeah. Yeah, see, part of the thing about why, in my opinion, why... Because how is someone supposed to know that game is going to be good? It doesn't right. look that and good. Part of the, just like, well, see, it went viral, so to speak. It really became its own organic Because everyone thing. had it. Exactly. That's what I was about to say, is the the fact that it was bundled meant if you bought a Wii, you knew you were getting Wii Sports. And you, knew, you didn't have to yeah. care. You would experience that game one exactly. way or another. Exactly. So they better do that with Nintendo Land if they're saying it's the next Wii Sports. And honestly... And if they're, if they're drawing that comparison, they have to treat it the same as Wii Sports to get the same result, which means they have to bundle it, in my opinion. And what better way to get like people introduced to like these different like worlds and characters? I mean, if, you're, mm-hmm. if they're forced mm-hmm. to play with them, I mean, like we said, like it can't. It's probably not won't be as successful as Wii Sports because like it's like inside jokes in a way. Like not it's like inside gonna, jokes. I mean, we don't we don't even we're not even gonna get the to appreciate that ninja throwing one the most. Because, no, because that's from Japan only. Yeah, exactly. So it's inside jokes and always. But inside, now we know it exists. And now right. we know Takahuma. Takahuma. Yeah. yeah. Taramaku. Taramuka. Anyway, it's inside jokes, and the problem is it's not as simple. If you watch me play that Donkey Kong Crash Course attraction or whatever, I think it's Donkey Kong Crash. Yeah, Crash, I'd be right? guessing how you're controlling it. It would not. It is not intuitive when you first look at. it. So yeah, you tilt the controller to steer, but you have like a miniature view on your screen, on your gamepad screen, and yet you see the whole thing on the TV, which makes me wonder, why don't you just look at the TV and ignore the gamepad, and they can see exactly where you are. Like, it's not that small that you can't make out what's happening on the TV screen on only the TV screen, but that's beside the point. So you're steering with the gyro, and you're going through this level, and there's like traps and ramps and things. I mean... If you just walk in and go, what's that? You're not going to go, oh, I gotta try that. It's like tennis, but you just swing something? Like, in your living room, you don't have to go anywhere. You just swing a little remote, like a TV remote. And That's not- more instant, I get it, than, wait, so you're tilting this giant iPad with sticks, and you're moving a cart, but you're getting stuck on a thing, but you're going through some other thing. It's like a pachinko machine. I don't even know what that is, because I'm, I'm like an average American who doesn't know about random Japanese casino games. Like, you know, it just doesn't... Yeah. It does, it's not it's as It's not like instant. Rhythm Heaven, where it's like so random, you're like, oh, whoa, what's going on? And I want to try that. you just <laughs> press a button. Yeah, that's it. Like, oh, it looks funny. Simple. I want to try it. Yeah, it's just, I don't... I don't know. I feel like Nintendo, I'm sure it will be popular, but I don't think it's going to be as popular as Wii Sports because you're not going to have your grandma come in and go, wait, you're playing tennis with your TV remote? Like, it just doesn't have that same it's instant. It's more of a tutorial what? for how to use the console. Yeah, then. which is what Wii Sports was, but at the same time, is also the hook to sell yeah, the Wii. A, yeah. And this is not so much the hook to sell the Wii U. Because they were like, oh, here's potential, and this is not Granted, we've never played it, but yeah. it's definitely missing that hook. Well, it's, it's, I it's guess we'll nice. see, if, if they have it at Comic Con, maybe we'll play and we'll go, I get it. <laughs> Even then, though, there's no way it could have the hook of, like, bowling or tennis or baseball or any of those Wii Sports. We'll see. Even boxing is just like, wait, so you're holding these things and you're actually punching? That's true. Even though that one wasn't that was... really one-to-one and it was really just, you won by flailing. Just the fact that it's like, wait, so you're moving your arms and you're punching at the same time. Like, it just, That's it's an fun. instant connection. The only boxing game I ever really played. Right, yeah. Well, punch out. Don't forget punch out. More of a boxing game, though. True. This is more boxing than punch out. Yeah, because punch out is more like figuring out patterns and yeah, stuff. It's like a puzzle, puzzle boxing. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I don't know. More Nintendo plans to announce the other, I guess, six Nintendo attractions, Nintendo Land attractions. They did reveal all the logos, so you could figure right. out what and games. And we, I think we ran through all those last time. Yeah, there we was... know there's a Metroid one. We mm-hmm. know where it is. We know there's a. I forget the other one. Did <laughs> we know there's Metroid, and that's it. Yeah, I forgot the other. There's logos. balloon fight. It looks oh, like yeah. a balloon fight. There's. That Octorok-looking thing that you told me was not an Octorok on the last episode. Oh, yeah, it looked like something from Game & Watch. Yeah, Game yeah, & Watch, like the, octopus, the Octopus, yeah. So there's stuff. There's stuff. But they'll probably reveal the other six either leading up to the launch or just at their release date and price press conference. 
or maybe once a month from now till launch because that would be six months reveal them at all, or just not reveal them then you buy it and you're like what and be all excited yeah. no one didn't reveal them this fuck yeah <laughs> or that but so yeah uh, that's Nintendo Land like I mentioned they did show off a little more New Super Mario Bros uh, U at the developer roundtable it's just a little more of how the Miiverse works basically whenever you do an accomplishment or you do some or you die in a certain spot a bunch of times they will simply give you the chance to post to the Miiverse and say how crappy or wonderful your life is It'll, ask, it'll actually ask you what's your mood right now, like how you feel right now. And I don't know if they mean it'll be a status update or like an emoticon thing and you pick the most appropriate emotion. But either way, it's going to prompt you when they want you to use it. But of course, but of course, you should be able to use it, um, you know, whenever you want just by hitting the home button. I think that's one of the points they made when they first unveiled it last Sunday. So there's that. Multitasking. Yes, indeed. And then you mentioned a few minutes ago, or like 20 minutes ago, <laughs> about Project P100. Ooh, that game looks fun. It's looking really cool. Have you do, have you been seeing the gameplay demo videos that they've been posting around? Mm, not the demo video, I just remember seeing the trailer. Yeah, Nintendo, uh, their strategy... Imagine the Incredibles. Yeah, it's like the it's Incredibles. Like it's fight. like the Incredible meets Beautiful Joe. With yeah. Pikmin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, Nintendo's been going around to every site and doing live demos at their various E3 things. Instead of doing a press con- playing in the press cons, they've just been going straight to the hardcore gamer sites. So, a couple new details came out that are actually kind of neat. Um, the heroes, you can have up to 100, you recruit citizens, that we already know, but they can morph together into different formations, which they call morph powers. So, you power up your battery in the game, which you do, I think, just by completing activities or something, and then, or doing attacking, I'm not even sure. But when the battery's full, you do a gesture on the touchscreen, and it forms this giant formation of all your heroes. For example, you could form a giant sword by making a straight line. You could form a, a, fist. a fist that you or can then use lighter. to... Yeah, you can do a fist by drawing a circle. Hang glider, I think, was a triangle, maybe? Um, I don't know, there's different things. Can you can play with up to four people, it seems. It, can you? I don't remember seeing well, that. Well, the demo had, like, four different groups of 100, and they were each different color. Like, one was red, one was green, one was blue. Really? Yeah. I don't remember seeing I could have sworn the press kit said only one player. Well, I don't know, maybe. I don't but know. again, all their Cause games Because I remember towards the end, player. like, um, it showed, like, there were, like, four different groups of 100 people hang gliding. Oh, then maybe. So, or maybe that was a cutscene. No, it was gameplay. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the press kit said only one, but then again, so did Pikmin's, and I'm pretty sure that was multiplayer mode. I know, so. and that has like four captains too. There's yeah. no way they're not yeah, going to put they're not ready to, in there somehow. They're just not ready to announce it. But um, yeah, it looks super cool, and there's, it's getting really good praise from showgoers. Like, everyone seems to love it. Um, it uh, Yeah, the other thing I was going to say is that it also uses the touchscreen, or the gamepad in a unique way. If you go inside a building, which we touched on Tuesday, it will... You'll be inside the building on the touchscreen, and outside the building will be on the TV. But when you're inside the building on the touchscreen, it's actually behind the back third-person view, kind of like Resident Evil or oh, Gears of War or something. Yeah. And then you interact with the environment in there, and you solve puzzles by combining what you're doing on the touchscreen with what's going on outside, the, on the main screen. The one they used, for example, is you had to turn a number on the roof of a building to a certain number to open a door. So you go inside, you realize you have to morph into a hand, you, do the, you morph, you grab the handle, you turn it, and then you crank it however many times you need based on what you see on the top screen, on the main TV screen. That's kind of kind of gimmicky, but kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, that's that's Project P100, Zombie U. We had a whole debate last episode if it was on rails or not. Definitely not. It is not. I, I think I was I was even a little wrong about it being close quarters. There's some open areas. Oh yeah, there's like the yeah. Buckingham Square. Like that's yeah, there's some really very open, open areas. Yeah, so it we were both everything. super wrong. <laughs> Yeah. But one thing that's cool is, and you can see it in the uh, teaser trailer, the Total CG trailer they released on Monday before they show gameplay. Anyone you die as becomes a zombie and comes back and bites you later on. 
Huh. In the trailer, if you look, some of the zombies you see... You know how they show like all these different deaths and then a zombie and then another death and then a zombie in that CG trailer? The one that was kind of like Dead Island? Uh-huh. Apparently, someone noticed some of the characteristics of the zombies resemble people from earlier in the trailer. Uh-huh. And apparently it's been confirmed. I have not seen this myself, but apparently it's been confirmed that your other bodies will show up occasionally as zombies. Kind so, of cool and weird. It's a very creepy. cool idea, yeah. And that explains why they have the mode where you can zombify yourself. Because the plot of the game is basically like everyone's turning into a zombie and you have to survive. How long so even your so obviously if you die as one person and then you cur- you know, you then jump into some other person's shoes, that person's not a zombie, so it's only natural that you bump into them. Yeah. So yeah, zombie you honestly that might be one of the best launch games. I, some people are saying it's a little rough around the edges, but they everyone seems to like it. From the impressions I've been reading, the videos look good. Graphics you could tell that the gameplay trailer they showed in the press conference on Tuesday might have been a target render, not actual gameplay. But real graphics don't look much far behind. They're a little rougher, but, you know, they have six months. They can clean it up. Yeah, and I mean, overall, I mean, it still looks good and playable. It looks I mean, super good. It looks super playable. And the multiplayer, we talked about last time, the asymmetric gameplay of sending in zombies with the touchscreen versus shooting them with Wiimote Nunchuck or Pro Controller. It seems fun, yeah. Yep. So, the one last thing. This one, I never thought we'd actually talk about Wii Fit U in depth, but I was watching some videos of it. It uses, the, honestly, of all Nintendo's first-party games, excluding Nintendo Land, which is a controller showcase, this one uses it in some pretty clever mini-game ways as well. I mean, Game & Wario does it, Nintendo Land does it, but like in terms of something that's not just a mini-game collection, it uses it in some kind of cool ways. There's uh, one... In a way, it's mini-game, and it is a mini-game collection. Well, yeah, but they have, like, a but, but, unified but, thing yeah, of you're exercising. Yeah. But, so there's the trampoline, which I think we talked about on Tuesday, where your height is on the TV screen, the trampoline pad is on the game pad. You're supposed to put the game pad on the ground, and then use the bounce board to basically guide yourself into the middle of the trampoline. So you look down when you're going down, you look ahead of you when you're going up. Kind of clever. But the one I was really, like, whoa about was there's this water gun game. Uh, oh. I think Nintendo featured it on their website. And no, it was also on that trailer where it had the guy and the girl competing for most calories, and then when she was right. finished running, they're like, oh, right, but they didn't that. really like fully explain it in that trailer. Oh, I feel like it, I feel like it only like clicked with me at least when I watched. Well, it. it's kind of odd. like you stand on the on the pad. I mean, on the weak balance board, yeah. and you're aiming the water with this guy to shoot it at the mudman. Right. Yeah. Okay. I guess it was kind of clear. But the thing I thought was cool. So yeah, like you said, um, you only see basically the scope of your water gun in a small area on the controller. You have the full view on the TV, and you control if you are doing continuous stream or, like, spurts of water or what by tapping on the gamepad. And you're supposed to stand pretty far away, so you're doing basically, like, a lunge onto the gamepad. But it just seems kind of cool. Like, that seems cl- like a clever way of combining all three inputs. Yeah. You have the TV with your view of what's going on, your scope on your gamepad, and your foot's powering the power of the water. Like, Mew- no, not Miyamoto. Like, um, Iwanda said, like, um... We have the best-selling um, bathroom scale. So they better use yeah, so, it. So they have to, we have to give our people... They have, like to give, they have to give 18 million people something to do with it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that we that specifically... That specifically, I was kind of like, huh, that's cool. I, I don't think I'll ever get WeFit, but that's cool. No, yeah, like I have one. It's a lot it's a lot of fun. Just Maybe I will then. It's only Wii Fit though. Also, I do like that it comes with a pedometer that I mean, will track... I might track... get my own since that is my sister's. Right. I do like it. I do like how it comes with an independent pedometer that can track what you do outside of Wii Fit and can track altitude and all this other stuff and then you can yeah, sync it through cool. the infrared of the gamepad. The gamepad does have an infrared sensor because it works with a TV remote. So you can sync it through the infrared and all that data is imported back. See, that's something that I would take every single day. I mean, right. the 3DS, like, even though I do take it with me just about everywhere, there are times when... 
Like, I would finish the puzzles. Mm-hmm. I finished all Find Me. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to speak past anyone where I'm going to go, so I don't even bother. But mm-hmm. the other thing, like, I mean, the Tatooine fit. I mean, yeah, and, and it not? makes you do exercise. Or yeah. The problem is I know if I get one and then I do it, I'm going to be like, wow, I walked like 10 steps a day. That's depressed. Well, obviously more. But that that's like I'll be all depressed about how little I do. You know? No, <laughs> no. During the week is probably when I do the least activity because I go from my house to my car to my desk to my car to my house. All by car. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know. But yeah, and one other thing is they confirmed that um, select we fit you activities or mini games or exercises, whatever you want to call them, will work. Will only require the gamepad, so you can easily do those while other people watch their manta rays on. Oh, TV. Yeah, the, the, the nature channel. Yeah. <laughs> the nature channel. That's all the does needs to show in their promotional videos. But yeah, so that's pretty much all the new news from Tuesday through now. Uh, I guarantee there's going to be more scraps of E3 information over the next week or two as more interviews come out. Uh, we are doing another, we're going back onto our regular schedule, which means another new episode next Friday, and then we'll be doing bi-weekly as usual. Which means next Sunday? Uh, yeah, Sunday. And you know what's weird? Today's not even Friday. I'm not just saying that, like, we're not recording early. It's literally not Friday. It's Saturday. So why would I mix those up? But, yeah, next Sunday, I know, I'm horrible. So next Sunday we'll have a special episode. But before we go, I mean, next Sunday we'll have a normal episode, and then we'll be back on the bi-weeklies. So before we go, overall impressions of E3. What do you think of this year? Hmm. It was, I don't know. It's very weird. In the beginning, underwhelmed and slightly disappointed. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of the week, it went back up to, I thought it was a pretty good showing overall. It, like, so basically, would you say it was because like you were expecting surprises, there were none, but then as you learned about what was announced, you're like, you know what? It's still a lot of good content, even if it's not a surprise. Is that yeah, essentially yeah, what essentially, happened? Essentially, yeah. yeah. I, mean, and, I feel the same way. And, and at the end of the day, like, all I really wanted was just more Pikmin 3 info. Mm-hmm, what you got? Um, I got more excited about the games I already know about. Mm-hmm. And even with the other conferences, like I was like on the fence about The Last of Us. Now I'm really excited about it. Interested in Beyond. I don't know. It's like pretty good. Yeah. Maybe not as good as when the Wii U got invited because that you got mean me with... the Wii U or the Wii? When the Wii U last year. Oh, last year. When the Wii U got away, just because I brought up so many questions and, like, possibilities. And then well, we, we still have a lot. That's the thing. We still have a lot of questions. We don't know a well, lot about more, how... Just because, like, all we knew was, like... Mm-hmm. That it we know even less about how... We know the same about... We know how Miiverse works, but how does Nintendo Network work? We still don't quite know. Like, yeah. how's friending work? How does... What's a profile look like? Do we have, like, a gamer card equivalent? Are there achievements? Are there, like... That's true. There's a lot still not known. So, well, I'd give it, like, a... Like, a B+. Plus. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I don't know exactly how I would rate no it. No hype, just excitement. Yeah, yeah, basically. I don't know exactly how I'd rate it, but I know I know a lot of people were, even us at the beginning of the week, were kind of disappointed with the lack of surprises. And even and after I was, the, the 3DS conference, we were like, really? After the 3DS conference, everyone I follow on Twitter was like, disappointing, disappointing. And I was even like, no surprises? What? And then Fire Emblem two minutes later. But yeah. <laughs> but no, Um, my here's my attitude about what happened with E3. And I think this explains lack of surprises, and I think this for better or worse, explains why so many people might have been disappointed. I think E3 as a whole has kind of shifted, honestly. Like, it used to be... Gamer Christmas. It used to be a gamer Christmas. It used to be like, hey guys, here's what's coming out this year, but check it out. We have all these awesome projects one year, two years, three years down the road. We'll give you some teaser trailers. And it was like really like hyping up the fans. But now, as you alluded to multiple times over this podcast, I feel like it's maybe more about investors. It's more about like Nintendo, not even investors only, but Nintendo putting its best foot forward in all the companies. To the public, the non-gamers, the main CNN, like, oh, MSNBC. Yeah, but it's like we're relevant whenever they can reveal yeah. something. 11 p.m. on a Monday night in the middle of August, 
CNN won't pick it up. ABC won't pick it up. The gamers will be freaking out at 11.02. Like, we are connected. We are on top of that. We will, no matter when they announce That's the thing, true. we are there freaking out and tweeting and Facebooking and posting on forums and building a pipe and going to GameStop or Best Buy and pre-ordering. And, like, they don't have to keep... They don't need a set time to tell us things. We, with, with 24-hour, like, internet, you know, we know... And we react as we're supposed to the second they say it. And I think, like, more than anything, they know that we're buying it already. They already sold us. They don't have yeah. to convince us. They're to trying to convince people that might not be as interested. So, I mean, yeah, we're. And as, money they're already counting. Right. And as yeah. such, I feel that, like, maybe with E3, it's not so much about the future as it is about peddling the wares for the holidays. It's not so much as, hey, we're going to have Metroid, Star Fox, F Zero, and five other awesome Nintendo core franchises in 2013. It's about. Hey, uh, those guys that are picking what they're putting on their store shelves this holiday, check out Pikmin 3, New Super Mario Bros. U, and, uh, and Wii U. Sure, you know about them already, but here's why you need to stock them on your shelf. Here's why you need to invest in Nintendo stock and let us make more games like this. Here, here's what's going to drive the whole week. Yeah, it was like, it was like a roller coaster. I knew, it, I know it fell right after Nintendo's press conference, but I think it might have went back up. Um, but yeah, I think E3 is really more like Nintendo saying, this is, this is us for the rest of 2012. Have fun. Unfortunately, lots of people expected some surprises to happen in 2012, which might be where things went wrong. But honestly, so you know, if it wasn't... That's the well, here's idea. the thing. If it wasn't for, like, Nintendo being more active... I said earlier how big they are with social media. If they weren't doing that, if they weren't doing Nintendo Direct every two months, if they weren't doing investor comp meetings that are then put online where they announce games, we would have had a lot more surprises. Mario Wii U, we would not have known about. It was Rolling Western, Pushmo... Right. Mighty Switch 4. Right, but like Mario Wii U and Pikmin 3, Miyamoto in an interview that was posted on some random website, I mean officials, you know, some yeah. newspaper, confirmed those games for E3. If he never said that, we wouldn't have known. We would have been surprised. If we didn't have Nintendo Direct, we wouldn't have known about New Super Mario Bros. 2. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah. Like, we like, oh, have... Pikmin and Mario will be at E3. Level. Right, yeah, and then like we wouldn't know about Super Mario Bros. 2 if it wasn't for Nintendo Direct, and or no, not Nintendo Direct, the Investor Conference. We wouldn't have known about uh, Mario Tennis if it wasn't for the two Nintendo Directs. They either would have just sprung it on us in a press release, or they would have announced it at this E3 and it would come out at the end of summer or something. Like, the fact is, we're actually getting more Nintendo news more frequently at a higher volume now than, say, last before last E3. Definitely before two or three E3s ago. So in a weird backwards way, E3's de-emphasized, but everything else... Like, there's a, there's a steadier flow of Nintendo news now than these do. Yeah, and I guess the only problem was that we treated E3 as... Like the same. We didn't know better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But looking and back, like now we now we can expect news whenever. Like, yeah, I mean, know. seriously, we've had so many episodes of this podcast. We started in November, so we're like what eight months in, nine months in? No, really, six months in, seven, seven months in. I can do math. We're seven months in. We started in November. It's now June. No, that's wrong. You says be alone. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I just, we graduated from college. But I can't do this math. I think it's seven. No, wait. January, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Eight, eight. He uses fingers, people. (laughs) Okay, so it's eight. So I was right with my original number. Anyway, we're eight months in, and we've already had three or four episodes where, like, there's a huge, like, excluding E3. We've had three or four episodes where, like, there's a ton of Nintendo news this week because of blah, blah, blah. And we've talked about, like, a ton of gaming. That's true. And then, like, towards the end of the week, we always get, like, a bunch of, like, an influx of this. Yeah, there's a huge influx, like, once a month. And it's just, like, I feel like... I feel like two years ago, three years ago, Nintendo News came twice a year. And that was it. No. So it's in a way we have it better now, although yes, E three is not E three is not yeah, we did. E three is not a game of Christmas anymore. That's the only downside. Yeah. Also a downside for us personally, E three might not be in LA next year. 
We, Normally they announce they announce. The, we should have tried to crash it then. I know. At every three, they at the end they announce that they put a press release going. Here's how many attendees we had, and we'll see you these dates in LA. This year they put out a press release saying we have forty five thousand attendees, which I think is lower than in the past. I'm not sure though. And we will announce a date and location soon. That's a little disappointing. the The issue is um, LA Live, which is home of the Convention Center Staples and LA Live itself. Um, they're gonna, they're looking to build a football stand in there, Farmers Field. They want to get a fo- an NFL team back in LA. Uh, so there's construction, and they're gonna build it on top of the convention center. Convention center is not going anywhere, but they're gonna like they're ripping down half the convention center, putting the stadium, and then putting a new half of the convention wait, center. Wait, so how does that affect other conventions like Anime Expo and stuff like that? Well, they're not as big of money makers, so I don't think they care. The city. So the city E3 has literally like kind of you know drummed up a little thing about this to say like hey we don't want our attendees walking through constructions of the convention center is going to be open the whole time the way they're doing it i'm not exactly sure how but there's no issue at least when e3 is in town there's no issue with lack of space e3's issue the esa entertainment software association who runs e3 their issue is they don't want their attendees to have to walk through hard hat areas to walk through giant piles of dust to walk through, const- so the walk through construction thing. it's for like two years probably mm, the farmer's field isn't officially being built yet i don't think maybe it passed and i'm not sure but E3 people are very wary about it because they don't want their convention affected in any negative way. And as such, they might bail on L.A. until they're done with construction. L.A. is one of the biggest convention centers in the country, so they will come back. They went to Atlanta in the 90s for a few years and immediately came back because they didn't like Atlanta. So there are options. Right now they're considering, I think, Chicago, San Francisco, New York, some of those other big cities. But fact of the matter is it will come back, but might not be for a few years, which means we can never go, which sucks (laughs) for us personally, but... At least not for two years, we can't go. But. I don't know if we make the trip to San Francisco. Yeah, we could do that. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with the future of E3 itself, because who knows where it will go, what it will do. But that's a year away. I mean, in that time, between now and then, we have... Maybe Smash Brothers? <laughs> well, not Smash Brothers, but we have the launch of the Wii U. We have a whole bunch of 3DS stuff. We have Comic-Con coverage next month. We have... There's a lot. There's yeah. definitely there's gonna be a huge second wave of it. Of, actually, it's gonna be like nonstop Wii U news and rumors from now until launch and beyond. So we might even get a screening of the Ace Attorney movie at Anime Expo. We don't know. Yeah, but that's not really the same caliber as everything I was just saying. <laughs> to me, it is. Okay, fine. But anyway, it point being, me. point being, thank you for listening to our special E3 episodes over the past week. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing them. We know they're on the longer side, but you know, ton of news. Um. We'll be back on a regular schedule next week with a normal bi-weekly episode. And then after that, every two Sundays, as always, we'll have a new episode with the latest news, impressions. And that's all we do. That's all we do. Uh, News and impressions. But next week, uh, definitely stay tuned. Be sure to tune in for other news from E3 because, yes, there's usually a wave of smaller stories the week after. New interviews, new new tidbits from game demos. So we'll have all that. We'll probably know more about um, Injustice. Yeah, we'll know more. Yeah, we'll know more about third party stuff. Well, that's another thing. Why wasn't Injustice on Nintendo's list of games? No oh, one knows. Probably because it's 2013, which fits with my weird yeah. theory that E3 is only for. Yeah, I think the nowhere near the. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, so we'll have all that. Uh, so next week we'll be talking about whatever new scraps come out. We'll be sharing our impressions of the Lego Batman Two demo that's on the eShop. Yeah. Give a one word synopsis. You played it. Um, it's boring. We'll explain why. I don't know how you explain it's boring, but we'll make it happen. And plus, we're going to dig into our backlogs, talk about some older eShop games we may not have gotten to before. So yeah, things are going to take a bit of a lull. It's going to be a bit of a lull in the gaming world, but still some interesting stuff to listen to. So until then, as always, please leave us a comment on remtown.com under episode 17, E3 Aftershock, or hit us up on Twitter. 
I'm JSR7. Jose is... Wayro. And... I am double E-I-R-O underscore O. <laughs> I didn't ask you to spell it. I was just saying and because I was thinking of a sign-off, but okay. Oh, but you were saying like, and you spell it. No. <laughs> and how do you spell that, Jose? No. Um, but yeah, definitely tune in next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of our four hours of E3 chatter. That, that's crazy. We talked for practically four hours between Tuesday and today. Wow. Go us. I need, I need water. My voice is dying. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time, and we hope you enjoyed the Onslaught of E3 next time.